I'm glad. I don't care. Welcome, Nation, to another episode of Rogue Nation. I have no idea what the number of this one is. But 30. It's, it's 30? Go dirty with 30. 30. Go with 30. Yeah, I'm turning 30 this year. All right. All look right. at that. Hey, I'm sorry for your loss. With me tonight is the 30-year-old uh, coming to the car. Yo. And uh, got the Hill Hunter Joe. Happy 11 months, Luke. Oh, hey. All right. right. Yeah. Uh, just George. Hey. Okay. And, I'm, and I'm the big man, Justin. And I'm going to give a brief shout-out real quick to my wife's cousin, Clint, who lives in Minnesota. He's been listening to the show. He says he likes it. So I just wanted to mention him again. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Clint, like Hawkeye? Nice. Oh, is he? Yeah. That's is fantastic. He? Yeah. I like him even more. And he's a jack of all trades. I went to his house. Oh. He's got, he does like everything. So Does he do wedding woodworking? Because, I mean, the, yeah. Oh, dude. That, that's that's our Hawkeye right there. Um, you got to insert. Now I got to insert the audio clip of uh, Black Panther saying, I don't care. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't care. So I think tonight we've got a lot of news on the TV front, so we're going to skip over uh, toys and gaming and go right into comics to get that stuff going. Hey. Um, I'm going to start off tonight because I want to mention it while it's still fresh in my head. I read I read Tales of the Dark Multiverse, uh, Batman Nightfall, and I got to say I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good read. Um, the whole thing is kind of prefaced by this character, Tempest Fugonaut, who is searching because he, he keeps mentioning there's another crisis coming. Oh, God. So and I'm assuming it's going to be Scott Snyder's crisis because he's writing this book, too. And he's he's just getting done with writing Justice League. So I'm assuming he's writing the next crisis. But does Scott Snyder write this? Hmm? Yeah, he, he, wrote write, this yeah. he wrote this Batman Nightfall thing? Yep. Oh, because he doesn't write the next one. No, but he wrote this one. Okay. And this one deals with him, Tempest Fugonaut, coming and looking through the multiverse and the dark multiverse for warriors to help with the coming crisis. Uh, a character that George and I are familiar with since Sideways. He was introduced in Sideways, and Sideways was apparently going to have a part of this, but uh, canceled. Mm. Uh, and he's also in uh, The Flash Forward, the Wally West thing about him traversing oh, space-time. Yes, as yeah. well. Uh, Tempest Fugonaut saves him from his self-imposed imprisonment. Takes him out, and then literally time and space displaces him. Yeah, so he, he's been tucked on a few places. So he this this world is in a world where Batman did not reclaim the mantle of the bat from John Paul Valley from after Nightfall. After Nightfall, this is the future of that world where Bat the Valley has taken over Gotham and is now known as Saint Batman. And um, he's very, I mean, when you first meet him, he's older, but he's the, the years have very much taken a toll on his body. He wheezes when he speaks. Is he still in that Nightfall? He's in a brand new okay. Nightfall yeah. outfit. And he's, um, but it's still a really cool looking okay, outfit. That cool. Okay. But the thing is, he now uses Venom to stay alive, to, to actually go out into the world. So he's actually pumped up with, with Bane's Venom. With Bane? Oh. So, um, and he's... The uh, all of Gotham has kind of fallen under his his uh, uh, purview. Where now everything is like there's the church, there's the executioner. Who's um, I can't remember. There, there's two villains that are pretty well known villains in the Batman verse who are now converted over to Batman's cause, and they're the executioner and 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 like the preacher or something like mm-hmm. that. And they're the ones that kind of they help him out and do. But everything's based around the church and everything like that. And this deals, and but the fucked up thing about this book is, Bruce Wayne is still alive. Jesus, he's, so he's allowed this. He's dismembered, and in a tower known as Wayne Tower, 
Yeah. Dismember. Like how dismembered is right. dismembered? He's a torso and a head. Holy. Well, he's a quadriplegic. No, no, no. Quad- no. No, no, no. Dismembered means when you have no arms and legs. Right. That's not a, a quadriplegic is when you can't move them. Yeah. Oh. Well, it, it gets potato. worse. It gets worse because his head is actually like his torso is down here and then there's a long tube and his head is up here. Bro. He's mechanic then. So he's yeah. <laughs> separated from his torso on top of it? Yeah. And then so the Jean Paul visits him every year to get him to prove that he to get him to say that Jean Paul was that he was right that Batman made the right choice and choose Jean Paul be the, the new Batman and he won't do it and you and they tell you every time he tried to do it he removed a limb that's why he's dismembered he removed a piece of Bruce Wayne's body like he wouldn't say you made the right choice so he cut something off to the point to where now he's just a torso no. and a head. He's that's cool that's yeah crazy. that was where I when I got to that point in the book I was like whoa there is something way different going on here I, I have to uh, shout out to Toad George uh, I guess co-writer is Kyle Higgins from uh, Power Rangers yeah oh nice yeah, yeah. okay so the, what ends up happening is the son of Bane because he because John Paul killed Bane in this universe too the son of Bane comes and he doesn't need the venom his body naturally produces okay. it that's cool what and a naturally cool. venom producing yeah son of Bane <laughs> yeah and Lady Shiva show up oh, yeah sorry. and they 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 implant <clears throat> Bruce with uh, nanobots so that he could become so he can have his limbs right. back and become Batman again so he can help take down John Saint Batman and the but the book ends because it's the dark multiverse the book ends with Batman taking everybody down and then killing everybody else and going no. This is the way to do it. He was right. I have to take over Gotham. So he was right, but Bruce wanted to do it. Yeah, because it's the Dark Multiverse. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 everything. Nice everything. It goes hand in hand with the overall message of the Scott Snyder Batman run of there needs to be a Batman in Gotham, but Bruce is selfish enough to like it needs to be me. Yeah, it needs to be him. Right. No, no one else could. could no one else. Right. There was only one where he actually turns out happy, and uh, well, that one got killed off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. So that was Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Batman Knife. Yeah, it was a book that I bought on a whim. I bought it because they referred to Batman in the book as Saint Batman. And I was like, I always liked the Jean-Paul Valley run, the Nightfall run. Yeah, it was a good, yeah, it was a good one. And I liked the suit that they gave him and everything. I love that, suit. I, that suit was amazing. And I was like, oh, I want to read this book. Yeah, and just that cover is cool. Yeah. Of, of him holding Batman up over him. Yeah. As like literally Gotham looks like it's like a blaze. And I love well, that bottom. All hail Saint Batman. Because in the book, the half of Gotham had burnt, had burnt down, and wow. then it was rebuilt by by this by this uh, by, this by the Order. He still has the Ezra. And story. he's also cool. he's also betrayed because his his Alfred is his wife. Oh, and uh, his he's she she turned against him at the end of the book. She's the one that calls Saint the son of Bane and Yeshiva and everything like that to help. So she's like, but I mean, every time you talk, he talks. He's like, he wheezes, it's all, it's like, he can't really speak, everything's like kind of decrepit, and then he goes out in the suit, and you can see the, the venom lines pumping uh, in, and he's just like, oh, pumped jacked up. Jacked up. Yeah. It's so, interesting hearing him like that, because I do have him in uh, Just Sleep Odyssey, <clears throat> which I, I actually stopped because it is that terrible. Um, <laughs> but seeing him in there, and, and, and in that book, he's so... Well, he's Asriel. He's Asriel, but he's kind of pathetic. Because he has no direction, doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know if he fits in. He's actually a stole away. Like, he has this really like pathetic storyline going on for him. And hearing him like that is just 
yeah, that's a lot cooler. I would much rather him be yeah. well, even the in, same Batman. Even in this book, he's still being tormented by Saint Dumas. Because oh. because the whole thing is like he's got the Saint Dumas character in his head mm-hmm. that and he's he's telling them he's wrong, but she all there's his conscience telling him he's, he's not exactly. Thing. But it's just he's the whole time he's like he's trying to convince Batman, or he's trying to convince Bruce that he he was the right choice, but he's also trying to convince himself, and that's why you know the whole thing with Batman is him trying to convince himself that he did the right thing. Dark and twisted in so many ways that book. Mm-hmm. So was, I, I I I read it on a whim. I loved it. I thought it was great. I recommend it. It's a very good book. Yeah, I want to read that. Now I want to read the one that came out today. Now, which was the, uh, the Death of Superman. That's, I might pick that one up now. Dark universe on. twisted version of Death of Superman. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Did see that? Yeah, that it's like yeah. Lois goes crazy after the death of okay. Clark. Right, that's cool. I want to see that. I right, read that. So, do we want to? I don't know. Let's get let's get into some of the. You read Black Adam number one? Yeah, I didn't want to talk. That's why I put like so many damn picks. I didn't want to oh. talk about all of them too much. Well, I want to talk about Avengers twenty five. Yeah, so let's that, that's about, why that's why I left the last in my. Okay, case. so what do you want? You want to talk about? Batman so the Black Adam. That's another one, kind of like you with um with the the dark multiverse Batman Nightfall mm-hmm. that was just kind of like on a whim. Mm-hmm. So I read Black Adam on a whim, but the reason why is because it had direct connection to Batman Superman. Because I uh, I think the summary is that it's Black Adam in uh, Karak, um, Kandarak. Well, damn, what's the city called? Kandak. Kandak. Jesus. Close. Dude, the, the way it's spelled is really strange. K-A-H-N-D-A-K-D-A-Q. Kandak. Yeah. So, Kandak. 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 Jesus. You say like Khan. Yeah. K-A-H-N. So, the city of, of, of Black Adam City, Kandak, where he's essentially ruling it like like a dictator. Yeah. Well, he's yeah he's been doing that for a while. Yeah. Um... So the summary is that the infective Sh- Shazam is on his way to him. <laughs> that's, that's something I would like. So immediately I was just like, oh, I need to see this. That's a nice little tie. Yeah. So then when I read the, the previews on Comixology, it's just him ordering his men, like, prepare to fight for the city. And they're all like, we, he can even barely fight Shazam. How the fuck are we mm-hmm. going to do that? And on top of that, there's insurgents. There's like a rebellion, of course, in the city. Besides the fact that an infected Shazam is coming. So I love the whole battle is amazing. But the scene infected Shazam is just, it's just Billy. Like just saying like, he's just like, he's such an asshat. Because remember, it's also Billy infected. And the way he talks is, it's a kid. He's a kid, but he's talking like a madman, even though it's a kid. So he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to build, like, a new skyscrapers here. Yeah, yeah, screw your, your third world country. It smells like, a, I don't know, like cow poop. Like, and he would, like, literally say, like, really juvenile insults and, like, compare shit to, like, Fortnite and, like, video games and stuff like that. So, of course, like, Black Adam, he's getting polymerized by by uh, by him. And he goes, look at all this. He goes, you have an army just doing nothing. And they're, and they're all attacking. And Black Adam is ordering them. Continue shooting at the American un- uh, un- until even I fall and you fall, but the city will stand. And like halfway, I'm kind of like rooting for Black Adam because <laughs> I'm like, yo, like this is like really brave. I'm like, this is kind of this is really impressive. And I love how like he's about to win. Shazam, uh, infected Shazam, is about to kill him. He's literally about to kill him. He's already hurt a bunch of people from. All this like Man of Steel level of like leveling the city and like all these crazy casualty, 
and um, and then like the sun rises and he goes, oh look at this, like it's gonna be the last sun you see, uh, uh, Adam. Uh, and then you know, then I'll, it'll be all about me. And he's like flexing because he's all like egotistical about it. And he goes, no, the people know that like the city is for them. I fight for the people. And the people all bow and they start praying because it's uh, uh, sun sunrise mm-hmm. or sunset. I don't know when when is that they the sun is moving pray. across the horizon. Uh-huh. So they start praying and he goes, look at this, like like uh, uh, you got and he says all the the things that make up uh, their magic, like the wisdom of mm-hmm. Solomon. So he's like, you got all this and that or whatever. But uh, so Je- uh, Black Adam has the other equivalent. Yeah, the one for the Egyptian god. Uh, the Egyptian god one. Mm-hmm. So he says them all. And he's like, you got all that. And he goes, and you got nothing on me. And he's there, like, insulting him in his face. And I like how the art, like, shows, like, Adam's per, uh, uh, perception, like, his POV. And it's and it's infected Shazam all up in him. And he, he's an infected, like, he's hooded, but he looks so gnarly. And the way he attacks him is he says Shazam, turns into infected Billy. So says uh, says Shazam again. He keeps switching back to attack him, attack him, attack him. him. But then he goes, "You know nothing of true strength, and it's of people and prayer." He goes, "Your what is your prayer going to do?" And immediately a light just shines from the sky and traps Shazam, infected Shazam, and he's like, "Whoa." What the fuck? <laughs> and I mind you, I'm reading this and I'm like, what the hell is about to happen? And just and Black Adam is like defeated, but he slowly gets up, and the people there are still praying. And he and and this like light thing entraps uh, uh, Shazam that he can't he can't uh, change, <clears throat> he can't move, and he goes leave, and know that you were defeated by prayer. Wow. Hmm. Wow. And this is like infected Shazam, and and he goes say the word because I uh, in the attacks uh, I, I, he gets entrapped as Billy, so he goes say the words and never come here again, knowing that you were defeated by prayer. The Black Adam just advocate religion. It was, dude, dude. This book, I was like, what the fuck did I just read? It was kind of like Justin reading the, the the Dark Multiverse Nightfall. I was like. What was this? That's interesting. Yeah. I'm surprised you, you actually read it just because you don't like magic. It was just all. all right, exactly. It's it's true. I did, but again, I didn't expect this ending. Oh yeah, I mean, it's very out there. I just I just wanted to continue reading because I've been reading Batman Superman and I've been liking it and I like, uh, you know, the thing of infected Shazam going off to him, which leads me to because that was um, like a sequel esque to the to the ending of Batman Superman number two which was uh, Infected Shazam leaving after that battle. Uh, And then the plan is to somehow dupe uh, Batman uh, who laughs, who's in the Hall of Justice prison, uh, that he was successful in infecting uh, Superman. So that was number two. It ends with that. And number three, which is what I want to talk about now, in Batman Superman number three, still dealing with that, it's... Moments immediately after. So it's infected Superman, supposedly, talking to uh, Batman who laughs. And he's believing it. As an audience, you believe, like, oh, it's a char- it's a charade or whatever. Yes and no. Batman, in, in the earpiece, talking to, to Clark, he's telling him, like, you know, ease a little bit, breathe or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You learn that, that through... Uh, Bruce's plan was, or more Clark's, 
because of his Kryptonian physiology, he thought he could take the toxin better than humans. So he did infect himself. He is, in fact, infected with the to- the, toker, the Joker toxin. The Joker toxin? But he's, like, keeping it, like, at bay. Hmm. He's keeping it at bay as he's, as he's talking to, to uh, Batman Who Laughs. But you, and I love how the font changes when, as he's speaking, it will change. And in the middle of the font change, it will turn into, like, a blood red ha-ha. And he'll go back to him speaking. Mm. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And, and, like, and he'll literally twitch and smile. The art is really cool details in that. I'm like, what the fuck? So he lets him out. He escapes. And then uh, uh, Batman who laughs is like, all right, I'll tell you my plan of who I was going to infect next. And he says like a bunch of like grand, I think he says like a bunch of leaguers. I, I can't remember any actual names. And and Batman's like, oh, he's he knows, you know, cut the charade. And then like a hologram turns off. And Batman Who Laughs is still in, is still caged. Wow. It was a, a hologram, uh, like a Justice League ho- uh, hologram. Uh, but Superman still is infected. Yeah. Uh, so he's about to snap and like attack him. Uh, uh, and he goes, "What do you think I was gonna uh, um, like tell you my plans, whatever? It's not like I was gonna shine the light in the night sky, right?" And he goes, <laughs> "We're leaving." And Superman's like, "But we didn't get anything." He goes. He, he let it slip. We're going back to Gotham. But he's like, but you're staying here. So he, like, stabs him with the with the antidote. And, oh, my God. Anti-venom, antidote? Antidote. Mm-hmm. But it's taking a long time because, again, it's Superman fucking Kryptonian physiology. So he's there talking, uh, of course, with the ha-has. Whatever. He goes, I'm going to Gotham without you. You need to stay here and, and soak up some more sun so you could get this toxin out of you. So he goes to Gotham. He immediately goes to Gordon. And he goes, this is who you... Who this is who you met that you weren't gonna just shine the light, the answer in the sky like Gordon does with the with the bat symbol. Mm-hmm. And as, as just as he's attacking him, uh, uh, Gordon is dropping these crazy uh, truth bombs that I even posted on our Instagram. Yep. One of my favorite truth bombs is just like like you're the infection that Gotham has never needed. How many criminals have have uh, you created? Have you created? police members that I've gone to funerals, how many more Robins have to die for you to understand? Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, and then when it reveals that last line, it reveals Gordon, like infected Gordon, but when he's like purple, red, blue, black eyes, he's like almost like uh, grinding his teeth talking to him. And mind you, he's like driving. Batman like attacked like his van. Uh, and then uh, he gets uh, attacked by like some like, some henchman or whatever, and just before he could uh, get get killed, uh, that Gordon ha- has him in his aim. Uh, Superman arrives, but he's still like a little infected. He's still like, "Oh, how'd you know I was Gordon?" Ha ha! <laughs> and so like, twitches out. Yeah, he's still like like twitching on whatever. <clears throat> and and uh, he glitches like Spider Man and Spider Verse. Yeah, oh, exactly. Think glitch. of it that way, but like but like Joker esque. Yeah. Uh, so I can't again. I read this last week. I can't remember. They got some kind of object. I can't remember what it was. Uh, um, something that like that that Gordon had on him that he was on the way to like disperse or something like that. Something of something of like some information. So they're like, whatever. They take down infected Gordon. They're like, okay, what do we do now? Superman is like, what do we do now? He goes, he goes. Batman's like, I don't know, but it can't be anything. I think because he's already thought of it. And he goes, so we'll do what he won't expect. What would Superman do? So they go to Fortress of Solitude. 
<laughs> I was going to say, we'll do it with, he won't expect it. They can have a dance party. <laughs> what the fuck? No, no, Star Lord isn't a part of this. Yeah, for real. It's not a Marvel movie. Uh, so they, in the Fortress of Solitude, they, they uh, uh, you know, scanned the, I can't remember what it was, some like drive or whatever, uh, and the Kryptonian uh, uh, computer, and, and they're, t- they're talking about like, okay, like, who could it be? And like, wh- what's the next move or whatever? And, um, uh, fuck, uh, Kleelix? Uh, Kleelix. Kleelix. Kleelix, the name of the robot of the Fortress of Solitude, is like about to attack Superman and, uh, and, and, uh, yeah, about to attack Superman himself. And it was, oh no, it's me. It's me. Uh, uh, uh stand down or whatever, uh, Kleelix. Uh, because, because it's treating him like something, foreign. Uh, foreign because of the, right, because of the, the toxin and whatnot. Yeah. The infection. So then, as they're speaking about again, like next moves or whatever, it starts like going haywire, and Batman's like, "Is that supposed to happen?" And he goes, "No." And then the Keelix starts um, uh, malfunctioning, mm-hmm. and then they see like, "Fuck!" I can't remember what was the object. The object has infiltrated the, the Fortress of Solitude, and then Keelix starts like like looking like he's like boiling, like molding or something, like like bubbling, and then he cracks open or like uh, think of like how. Eddie Brock in the Marvel comics like comes out of the Venom symbiote. Yeah. They give it like that. Like Keelix literally comes off and an infected Blue Beetle comes out. Jesus. And that's how it ends. And the Blue Beetle infecting the Fortress of Solitude. Fuck. Yeah. And then... Uh, Unexpected. I, I, and I know yeah, it's something... Right? Uh, and I know something's like, oh, I'm gonna uh, uh, drown you in like uh, evil fucking technology or whatever like he literally starts making the fortress of the wrap around him oh wow so like imprisoning them well because yeah the crystals are technically like alive you can mold yeah. them and stuff wait but if blue beetle gets involved does that mean boosters gonna get involved because those are bros no, i i know some i i know it was on twitter that the the sinister six or the secret infected six or whatever the infected six i don't say don't say sinister six Wrong. no no it was that it was the infected six uh leaked like who it was that's why i knew gordon was because oh, of, I did because of the ending of uh, Batman Who Laughs, and I knew Shazam because of that that same tweet, and just how I knew about uh, Blue Beetle. Well, Shazam was on the cover, so that the rest was... I don't remember. I kind of sucks that they leaked that. Yeah, they leaked that, which was which sucks that I kind of knew about Blue Beetle. I just didn't know when, but the uh, the rest I really don't remember now, which good. is good. Yeah, stay away from that. Which is good, but yeah. So that was uh, Batman Superman number three by Josh Williamson. I I'm liking it a lot because of that. And I liked that that random Black Adam uh, solo, which mm-hmm. was uh, villain, uh, villain year, year or year, yeah, year of the villain Black Adam. Yeah, because I haven't been reading any of them, um, but I wanted to read that because of the connection to Batman Superman and the infected. Uh, but of course, the one that we all want to talk about uh, before the the big books say, of the yeah. week is Avengers number twenty five. Mm-hmm. I mean, you say we all, but that's not me. No, you Dude, see- you should though. Because this race of the writers was amazing. The challenge of the writers. Now, I will only read so many Marvel books. Sorry, DC fanboy. Marvel's on fire, man. Priorities, I know man. they are. I know. I know Priorities, man. Priorities. Yeah. Priorities. Jason Aaron's Avengers has been one what? of the books. You were telling me to read the book. What were you saying I was going to be more excited for? The, the, the Iron Man thing? Or the, oh, yeah. Like, the, the, cli- the cliffhanger. Well, the Starbrand thing and the cliff. Yeah, the cliffhanger okay. of him be ending up in the, yeah. in the Avengers BC era. Yeah. Yeah, did you read this? No, you're reading 25. I'm not reading it. Oh, I'll be listening to it. Man, oh man, it's so good. Yes, 
Well, this okay. book is... All right, sell, sell me and Joe on this. I ain't going to sell shit to oh, you. Okay, okay. Read it or don't read it. I don't give a fuck. It's, Dang. It's the challenge of the Ghost Riders it's where Johnny Blaze is the king of hell, and, but then he dragged uh, Robbie Reyes to hell to do this challenge. The whole thing is that he's got to get the power of the Ghost Riders, so if he wins the race, he gets their power because he needs it because he's telling you he needs it to rule hell. Doesn't he already have it? He does, but he, he needs more because he, he, he tells you in this issue that... Not everybody, and you get it from the Ghost Rider. I reviewed Ghost Rider number one. You get it from that too. Is like he rules hell, but not everybody, not all the demons in hell are really respectful. Yeah, of there's them. even factions that are like against him. Yeah, so he needs more power to kind of subjugate him. He doesn't have the power of Mephisto. He needs that level of power, so he needs to kind of he needs to take the power of the Riders. So Mephisto has split his power too many ways. And Johnny doesn't have enough power. I, I get the idea that it's 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 each writer has his own version of the power because it used to be that the writers were powered by Zarthos or Xanatos or something but, like that. Yeah, Xanatos or Zarthos, whatever. Z dude. Yeah, <laughs> and but I think they've kind of gotten away from that now because this is the whole point of this book is that he's still in the race with John, uh, Johnny Blaze, Danny or I'm sorry, uh, Robbie Ray is still in the race and. His uncle has been given the power. Uh, the, uh, his uncle, who was in the, the trapped of the charger, the one that basically mm-hmm. he, he's given the power of the dead um, celestial that they killed in the first arc. Because yeah, because that's how Johnny Johnny gets the one over on him. Is like, well, you're not going to get past this guy. Yeah. And it's the giant celestial that died in the first, in the first arc of Avengers. <laughs> he does belong in hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So and even emotional ties. Robbie sees his parents in hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the last issue, he yeah, also meets, fucked up. In the last issue, he also meets like not, like a whole bunch of other writers too. Yeah. You know, every time we say Johnny, I I need everybody to know that I imagine Nicolas Cage. So Jesus. it makes it even funnier. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> that that's almost as bad as Punisher. He calls every Ghost Rider Blaze, <laughs> even Donny Ketch. He calls him Blaze, and he's like, "I'm not Blaze." Now <laughs> yeah, your head's on fire, Blaze. But he's, yeah, Danny or uh, Frank Cosmic Ghost Rider is the one that pulls. The Avengers to hell to help Robbie because he was sent by Johnny Blaze to attack the Avengers to keep them busy, but he's crazy. So he thought he was just sent there because he was supposed to kill him. Yeah, and he then, thought the Avengers were working for Blaze. Yeah, and when they finally say, no, we need to get to him, he's like, okay, I'll take you guys. So he takes them to hell, and he was like, he's going to go, he's going go to go toe to He wants to go toe to toe with Blaze. So the whole thing is the, the continuation of the race. Which he, which Robbie does win. It's the race to the throne. Oh, the Charger uh, versus uh, the bike. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't get there in the Charger. The Charger ends up dying because um, he ends up getting there. Like uh, 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 Captain Marvel, Carol. Yeah, she's, she's got she's like staring a, uh, in an Asgardian boat. Yeah. with like Wakandan engines, um, engines, and like yeah, like uh, super comic booky. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, no, have it's everyone seen, put something together in this boat. That's have you ever true. seen the issue, the, the, the the Asgardian ships? They're all boats. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. all Viking boats. In fact, that was one of the funny things about um, one of the great things. There was an issue of when Jay Foster was still for They were gonna the the Asgardians were going to attack this realm of gods, and it was just a sea of ships of boats in space, just flying towards. They're not boats. They're ships. They're boats. <laughs> they don't have they don't have cockpits, dude. They're just they're open air boats. They they should have sails on them. Um, but no, she's flying a uh, Asgardian boat with uh, Wakandan There's engines. There's no wind in space, huh? There's no wind. In I space. said they should have sails. They, they don't. It they sails don't. with engine behind them, so that way it causes the movement. Comics, uh, comics, yeah. 
so she ends up helping him win through doing that as they're, they're holding their other Avengers are holding Blaze back as he gets to the throne. That's cheating. Ain't no. Win house. Yeah, right. I mean, it is hell. I guess there's no rules. Uh, Blaze fucked up because he had like all of hell literally attacking the Avengers and Robbie. Mm-hmm. They, they had him putting up roadblocks. They had putting up roadblocks for the Chargers. So Those roadblocks. Yeah. And he couldn't get through the Chargers. <laughs> That's hilarious. So the whole thing, he wins. Robbie wins, <laughs> and of course Johnny Blaze is like, "You don't know what you've done. You've done it." Yes. Speech. And, um, I forget what happened after that. What happened yeah, because he kept saying, "He's like, I'm doing you a favor, kid." And but I know that Frank, like Cosmic Ghostwriter, comes up and he finally has like a face to face with. Uh, with uh, Johnny Blaze, but I don't remember what happened. Time displays Frank Castle, Cosmic Ghost. But he stays. He ends up staying. He doesn't get I, sent back. I of course, he's popular right now. We're in a community story. It's, it's true. I don't remember his ending. But I remember um, Blaze telling the kid, uh, Robbie Ray, he's like, you know, you're a horrible, you're the worst ghostwriter. He goes, he goes, yeah, but something that all of you th- didn't need to do is do stuff alone. Damn, that's deep. That's a deep. Yeah, because that was the difference as the Avengers helped him. Yeah. You got me? So he's a terrible ghostwriter, but he's a good Avenger. Essentially. I, that's actually a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah oh, that was fight. cool. There was this point where Thor goes up against uh, Johnny Blaze, and he puts the hammer on his chest so he can't get up. <laughs> Just like in, uh, in, in, Thor, in, in the uh, Thor movie. Yeah. But Blaze pulls another one and is like, dude, I'm in hell. And he just sinks into the ground. Yeah. This is my hometown. <laughs> yeah. I hope for the advantage here. But yeah, doesn't that mean that Robert Blaze is now the king of hell? No, but he 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 wins the race, but he he doesn't. He like abdicates. Okay, so who runs hell now? No, Johnny Blaze still runs hell. <laughs> so I beat your ass, but I'll give you back the throne. I don't want the responsibility. No, but he doesn't. He doesn't take his power. That's boring. Wasn't that the whole There point? should be some consequence to this. There probably will be in the Ghost Rider issue. That's probably. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That I, we can be back and forth. I've never got into any Ghost Rider, so that's. What I, I never did too until Cosmic, and then I started right. really paying attention. That's the only, he's the only one I like. The other two go through is like, honestly before um, uh, Robbie Ray's. I didn't know there was more than one. I knew of Danny Catch, but I thought like, okay, he was just like a one-off side dude, and, and then Blaze got it back or something like that. Yeah, I, I was like, but then Blaze. Robbie Ray's, I knew of because he was an all-new design, like an all-new jacket. He was a, a different His kid. Was was different. Mexican. He has a charger. Like, yeah, it's a car. Because everybody else was a motorcycle. When I was a kid, it was Danny Ketch. That was the big one. That's what he is. I didn't even know about that. He actually knew Johnny Blaze. I thought he was. Oh, that was the book everybody. When I was a kid, that was the book everybody was looking for. Was that Ghost Rider number one? Everybody wanted that book. It's a very famous cover. Wow. Everybody wanted that book. And then it was. It it wasn't until Robbie Reyes became Ghost Rider, and I was like, a car. Why didn't I think of that? That would have been because he had a charger. Yeah. Like that makes sense for some. It's always been motorcycles. It's always. I I love his jacket. Yeah. I gotta say, I love this show. And I love the, like, the way that they dubbed the cars, the Hell Charger. Yes. It's so cool. Because you have the Hellcat, yeah. which is an actual model of car, so it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, so here we go. So you got the whole thing where Johnny Blaze and Ghost and, Cosby and Frank Castle go up against each other. He's like, okay, it's time to die. And he's like, dude, you, got, you don't understand. The worst thing you guys could do to me is just leave. Because they're leaving him in charge of hell. <laughs> don't leave me alone out here, guys. Because so the last thing you yeah, see, so he with, just sinks into the ground, yeah. just like whatever. And the last thing you see with Cosmic Ghost Riders, he just flies off into space. He's like, uh, basically, he's like, I can't do no more damage around this popsicle stand. I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'll be honest, Cosmic Ghost Rider is one of those recent creations that has just been absolutely fantastic, as well as um, 
you know, Batman Who Laughs, another yeah. fantastic recent creation. Well, there, every once in a while, you get like the, the zeitgeist in the, in the in the world. It just it culminates and creates a character that everybody just universally explodes. Yeah, yeah. Like Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen blew up in the first year. Yeah, Spider-Gwen's one. Miles Morales took a little while for people to warm because remember they had to kill Peter Parker to get Miles Morales. But he now, I would say, yeah, now I would say yes. He took a little build-up, but but they kept working on it. But see, but there's character, like how many villains have they introduced for every character over the years that have just died? How many heroes have they introduced? Exactly. Sideways. But but then every once in a while something just pops and everybody's just into it. Like, I want to know more about that character. Yeah. And Ghost Rider, Cosmic Ghost Rider is one of the last ones they've done where it's just like, well, everybody wants to know more. Yeah. Same thing with Batman Who Laughs. Batman Who Laughs is just one of those characters. Like, how could and he's a Batman now. that's a Joker? How did we not think of this? You know? And it just works. So people want to know, and they just explode. I've talked to a couple of different comic book shop dealers that when I, because I, I love Cosmic Ghost Rider, I try to buy up all the covers and shit with Cosmic Ghost Rider. And they've, I've all talked to them, some, a couple of uh, uh, shop owners, and they're like, Cosmic Ghost Rider shit is hot. You put, a, you put him on a cover, it's gone. Damn. Yeah. It's just, and it's true, because they did that one month where all the covers had Cosmic Ghost Rider on right. it. Some of those books are hard to get. Hey, so. think about it this way. How many, I want to say almost decades, has Frank Castle been the serious, strong, silent type? Forever, right? Well, this this new version of him literally reimagined him. This this is one of those things about Donnie Cates that makes him so great is that he can take a character that has been well established and well known that seemingly is untouchable as far as changes go. But then again, but then again, because every time they have tried to change Punisher, it's never worked. It always reverts back. Well, the, the, he was a demon hunter at one time. He was a dead uh, demon hunter, angelic demon hunter. Yeah. I mean, they've tried to change him over and over and over again. It just never worked. So you would think that they would put a lock on that character. It says, no changes to Punisher. He works the way he is. Don't need to change him. And then Donnie Cates comes along and says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make him a fucking ghost rider. But it doesn't like, and, I don't, like a one-offs. Like yeah, a side and it story. just explodes. And the fact that, he's co- that Frank Castle's cosmic ghost rider is actually kind of one of the minor points to that character. 100%. You know, There's it's like, so much oh, more to him. He's like, you talk about Cosmic Ghost Rider, and it's almost like an afterthought. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he's Frank Castle. Like, what? He's he's the Punisher, too? He has his own mythos built yeah. around him, and he's only I been mean, around a year. Herald of Galactus? Well, the fact that he was he was, he was, he was, he was Ghost Rider on an Earth with nobody on it, so he rode around Earth, went insane from being alone. Hundreds of years. Yeah, and then Galactus showed up, and became a, he became a Herald, so he has the power Cosmic. He became a herald of Galactus for thousands of years, and then he was subjugated to Thanos. Nice I mean, curse. I mean, and then he was a herald of Thanos for years. Yeah. So I mean, and, and then the other thing is like he would get his penance stare, which is supposed to scare the shit out, of, make him you know scare the shit out of people, oh, and make him repent and, and everything like that. He and then Thanos used to eat it for breakfast. It was like here, give me the penance <laughs> stare in the morning. Yeah, that was his heart on right there. Yeah. I like I need a little pit to get, I need a little pop to get. It's like his coffee. It, it was his morning cocaine. It was just a little bump to get him going. The thing, yeah, that was a little bump. Hey, there was a villain who used to use cocaine as his power. It was hilarious back in the eighties. So I mean, there's just so much to that character. So back to Avengers. Avengers ends with Robbie keeping the Ghost Rider abilities. He's staying on the uh, on the Avengers team, and he's driving through the desert with his his uh, brother, basically telling him things are going to be different from now on. Then you got Ghost Rider flying off in the space saying, I can't, I gotta leave, I can't be on this planet anymore. I just like he says, like, there's more colorful characters for me to kill uh, uh, yeah. in space. Well, yeah, he's on this whole uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider kills a Marvel Universe tip. Yeah, yeah. And then it cuts to. That's what it is. And then it cut, cuts to Iron Man in a cave. He is getting his own book of 
Cosmic, what is it? The Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, probably get him traveling through time, killing people. No, I hope it's not time. Yeah, they got to stop with the time thing with him. That's time. Well, the thing is, he, he only exists in the future. What are you going to do in a dystopian future? I'm just saying, they need Wait, to stop that. Call Warner Bros. Oh, Why? No, no, Why? They'll figure it out for you. So, so kill it. the book ends with <laughs> exactly. Iron Man in a cave. And in the last issue, Iron Man, they had found, uh, what's it called? Uh, Okoye had come to Tony and said we they found uh, a replica of, well, not a replica, but they found a, an Iron Man mask in a cave. Fossilized. Fossilized, but it's made of metal. So it was it was Iron Man's helmet at one time. So he goes into the cave to figure out more, and then he ends up getting time displaced, I guess? Yeah. You guys mentioned this, I swear. I feel like it's been a month that you guys mentioned this. And but this in this the- book, you find out that he gets time displaced back into the thousand, you know, BC to the BC years when uh, the original Avengers million, came. million BC million BC and he's lived on. Not only has he lived there for a while because, but he's also been fending off the advances of uh, Mephisto. Mephisto, of course. Wow. Hey, Mephisto's. I think he's, they're gearing up for something big with him. Yeah, yeah. He's been in a lot of books. Yeah, but oh, then no. the next issue though is the origin of the Star Brand from Ooh. the million BC. I like that. Yeah, the Star Brand's. That's another big deal. They're hot. They're rich. They're rich. I, I, I know. I know, Kevin. You, you're not a big fan of the the. I think you said you weren't a big fan of the the origin issues for those characters. Yeah, yeah. I'm always well, no, I'm no, always well, not the one of like each individual one, but I like them as the team already. I do too. I'm hoping they give them a book. But I mean, the original was nice, like Agamotto, the original Iron Fist, yeah, the original Starbrand. That's pretty cool. The original Black Panther. The original Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. That's Odin. With, uh, with young the, Odin, young Odin with the hammer, yeah, and, and which, which doesn't necessarily make <laughs> sense with the hammer because mm-hmm. I could have sworn that was later, but no, no, he made it. He made it early on. Just had it laying around. Well, he it, it was made early on. This yeah. is kind of retconning it and making it sound like he had that hammer before he had his spear. It sounded like he had the hammer before you know anything. Actually, did he have? Did he have two eyes? Does Odin have two eyes or one? Because. No, I think he's still got the two. I don't know. Because if he has two, that's before the wisdom. Before, yeah, before he hammers himself to the tree. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, whatever, you know, Valhalla uh, lore. So the next book Norse? Uh, is uh, King Th- – well, speaking of Valhalla and, King Th- and everything, we've got King Thor number two. That's why I wanted to segue. Great, great transition. So, so King Thor number two, I have to I have to say, another book where you're reading it and you're like, this – this is just this is only the second issue. Oh. You know? Another book that is just slam action packed. You can tell Jason Aaron is really going like he's going a hundred. He's going at a hundred speed yeah. to, uh, uh, like writing Thor for the last time. A hundred's being nice. I feel like this man's going like a thousand percent into this. Yeah. So this issue starts off with with where last issue left off where Gore has returned. And uh, he talks about how he was dead, and he had, was existing in the sweet, the sweet oblivion of nothing. And then the 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 Necroblade resurrected him, and it was actually resurrected by Loki mm-hmm. to do it. And now he's the the god of, of god butchers. Yeah. Hmm. I love that there's a line in there that where he goes to Loki like as butchers. Both of us. And Loki's like, do you want to compare notes or something? I've killed a lot of people. Don't, don't dismiss No, me. but I love how Gore says, like, like to Justin's point of, um, like, he was liking the nothingness. He was just like, it was my paradise. There was no gods. Yeah. Because yeah, he was trapped in a black hole for the eon. Fuck. Yeah, he says his whole transition. He's, he's like the ultimate goth. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know about goth. I mean, goth like people. Like he's the ultimate, like maybe emo. So you have both Thor and Loki uh, uh, nailed to X's by uh, created by, Thor, by the the the, the black, Necroblade. The Necroblade. Yeah, you have Loki giving up what he had left of the blade to Gore to kill Thor, and he, and Gore having that really he's, he's like, take oh. it, take it. Gore's like, I already did. It's like I had this, bro. Come yeah, on. and then he puts him on a cross. But I really like this one scene of, of Thor using his the, uh, the Thor Force. Oh, uh, so, to because it's not the Order Force anymore. It's the no, Thor no, no. Um, to blast Gore into because he even says he's like I blast him into the cosmos. We got to get out of here or into the atmosphere <laughs> before he comes back. Yeah, and Loki's just like a little bitch staying there. And he, but I love like the whole book. It's this debate of why did Loki bring him back? Yeah, you don't realize until like the the second third second. Half of the book that Loki, you know, there's more reasons to it. Than yeah, yeah like, Thor. like Thor keeps believing it's like, oh, that he can never do the final blow of killing like Thor. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna get Gore to do it. But Gore's like, no, he he can't kill himself. He's like it's to eradicate the world of all life and all gods. No, all gods, not all life. All life comes after the fact when he realizes. Humans still pray, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm so sick and tired of people praying to gods <laughs> because he prayed and no one came." It's so, so good. You have this one scene of him, a Thor calling because in the last book, Loki used the Necroblade to black out a sun, mm-hmm. and then the hammer was stuck in the the, the the sun too. You have this scene with Thor calling the hammer back. He goes, it goes to Asgard first to pick up his sword. <laughs> And then okay. they I go love to fight. That. And then, it's just a ride. Yeah, then, it makes a detour. While while Gore is in, his sword to him. Yeah. While Gore is in space, you have um him calling back all the black from the, the sword the sun that he blotted out to create this giant blade that they called the blood doom of gods. But not only did he call back the, the, the black the, yeah, the Annihilate. blade. But not only did he call back that black, but the ravens that were fighting the Sisters of Thunder, mm-hmm. which his granddaughters, notice, yeah, his granddaughters. They didn't notice that one of them is riding a shark. Yep, yeah, that's awesome. And I was like, okay, cool. A and shark and in one space. is a Billy Goat, like young Thor. Two are Billy Goats. Oh, I thought only one was. No, no, two, two are Billy Goats. One is a shark. I don't know where. That's so funny. It's so random. So it, it keeps going with. I mean, I mean, there's just planets being destroyed in this. Uh, Suns being pulled together. Yeah, hammer, hammer. Thor being overrun, and then Gore and him going back and forth, and then Loki jumping into the fray, and it's just, it's just a. I mean, this book is just fucking amazing. I just love that before Loki jumps into the fray, the the new humans, which are kind of you know Viking esque, Norse esque, of this time frame, they start praying, and Loki's like even for Loki, who's yeah. been like. In, in like its own weird way, like crucified sort of. Yeah, because they're on the X. So, but Loki's like, there's no gods left. There's no one left to pray to, and they're they're still praying. They're praying for Loki. They're praying for Thor. Mm-hmm. There's they're like again. This kind of goes back to the Black Adam issue that you read, Kevin, um, where prayer is kind of like giving this sort of power. And Loki decides to join in. But it's also the adversary. It's the reason why they 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 that the villain wants to destroy them. Uh, yeah, because his prayers weren't answered. But hey, not everyone's prayers get answered. Mm. So sometimes you gotta be you your got, own god. You got Thor right. and Loki for that. up against Gore, and Gore just overwhelms them. And then, like a true writer that Jason Aaron is, he ends this book on a cliffhanger oh, where both Thor and Loki are being enveloped 
by the the dark the the darkness of the the necroblade. And the panel just shifts slowly. Yeah, and it darker. it just gets darker and darker and darker. No, and it's so just, it's and that's black. where it ends. But as it's fading darker and darker, it's their hands reaching for each other. Yeah. Also, also, in their final like breaths and moments. Uh, that's crazy. And uh, to mention, Loki is semi dismembered. Cut off at the torso, one arm, and both eyes. Uh, so he's blind. He can't mm-hmm. even. And he says it's like I can't even see Thor's like. Uh, what was it? It's uh, him being tortured in his final moments. Yeah, he's like I can't even. Right, I can't even enjoy watching you get tortured. But I love how like, but they like we out. have one good eye between us both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one good eye, yeah. two good arms. Because I think Thor's arm is messed up. Yeah, and it's just well, like, yeah, because he has the the metal arm. Yeah, and I think he's it, got the destroyer arm. Yeah, yeah which I mean, but there's still. I love those final scenes of them reaching out. It's almost like that painting of the Sistine Chapel. Mm-hmm. Uh, very just, reminisce. I love Isaac Rubik's. I was telling uh, George about like his art style, uh, uh, like how it took him a while to get into it since uh, the God Butcher stuff, uh, the first fucking arc that Jason Aaron and, and Isaac Rubik did together. Yeah. The Isaac Rubik's art and kind of like the colors mesh, I, I told you that it almost feels like a like a gothic... Uh, cave painting yeah it does where, where it, it blends it blends like naturally slash unnaturally it almost looks like it doesn't belong in a comic it looks like it belongs on a wall yes that's what i'm saying like, like it feels like it belongs like in a cave mm-hmm. like, it's, like it's so gothic because it's always dark muted colors it's yeah he his color palette is super on the dark side even his like brighter reds and orange are still very muted and then it's very scratchy. To me, like it really zoom in. It's it, very scratchy. To me, it brings out like mm-hmm. the feeling of it's a north like fairy tale that we're watching mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. I love it. It's fantastic. You know, I can't another great going. read for you know, sorry when this book's is sorry when Jason Aaron's run's gonna be over. But I, I would be sad, man. Yeah. But when it's he, completing it, it, it's coming full circle. Yeah, when he tweeted today and I told you guys both. When he tweeted today of like writing, uh, I told you, George, and I told Justin. So this is new to Joe, at least, and to the listeners. That Jason Aaron tweeted, "Does like I'm, I'm at the beginning of the end, uh, writing the first draft of the of the last Thor, my last Thor story, last Thor story in seven wow. years, man. And well, what a journey it's been. Fuck yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He he's literally redefined the character to a point. I'm like, dude, like." Yeah. I could tell people I like Thor now. I'm reading Thor now because of Jason Aaron. And the weird thing is, Thor involves magic too. So that's yeah, a big, right. that's a big one for, for, for Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin hates magic for those who don't know. Yeah, and because well, of him, listener, you know, because of that, it's like <laughs> it, it kind of gave me like a thirst of like I want something barbaric. Thus, what I've discovered now with Marvel books and also Jason Aaron as well of reading Conan, less magic. More horror sometimes, which is cool. But, but there is incorporated. There's still incorporate some magic, which is what I, which I'm enjoying. Grounded magic. Let's coin that term. Yeah, because as someone who likes fantasy, I love high fantasy. There are a billion different magic systems, right, and different ways to do it. And I feel like in Thor, it it makes sense. In Thor, it's more fantasy. It's very much more fantasy. It's very much. More uh, fantasy, I mean, we're just talking sense. about fucking ships in space. Well, but I, I mean, I can sit here and have a whole explanation on how it makes sense for X, Y, Z reason. But <laughs> at the same time, it's still just me being, you know, a high fantasy nerd. Well, I'd rather just move on to our big book. Finally. I agree because well, I love before, it. Before we get into the big book, I got I to gotta, I gotta detour real quick to the old man corner. 
because uh, he uh, Masters of the Universe has got a new comic coming out that me and oh. Joe wanted to talk about real Ooh. quick. We just want to mention it. Get in there. Um, I you forgot about it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come oh, on, speak Joe up, Joe. Change. Get excited. Like, come on, Joe. This book is basically going to be the Crisis on Infinite Earths of He-Man Masters of the Universe. Yeah. What? It's going to be the multiverse of He-Man's. What? Yeah. It's going to be a a universe of of, uh, a multiverse of problems, and they have to go to different universes of He-Man's and Skeletor's to figure out the problem. That's kind of cool. I'm down for it. Yeah. So they're bringing back Dolph Lundgren's He-Man. That's funny. Because they're including the movie, the the 2000X cartoon the original cartoon mm-hmm. so so all he-mans will be technically there's only three different he-mans hey that's still more he-mans that we've ever had before right. yeah this is uh this is a book written by tim seeley and dan and artist dan fraga and it's he-man and the masters of the multiverse <laughs> i love it i'm sold right? that's so and good. It, and it literally it literally is because it's like there's there's a big this is the, the, the synopsis the big threat called anti-eternia that's wiping out Eternia's in various continuities to build up its powers. All the diff- all the different He-Men have to team up against the Force and to help turn the tide. They're going to need to bring in one of Prince Keldor or bring in one world's Prince Keldor, the pre-melty-faced Skeletor. Right. Whoa, we have pre-melty-faced Skeletor. Yeah, because in two thousand X, he's technically He-Man's brother. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm shocked and I'm okay no, with this. No, uncle. Uncle, that's he's, he's, he's King Randor's, he's Randor's brother. brother. Sorry. So that's one of the covers. Oh, so they pulled in a Lion King. Sort of. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. yes. You know what it looks like, especially that cover? Show, show George that cover, Justin, that it's like all like all broken glass. Yeah. It makes me think of Shattered Grid. Of the oh, Power yes. Yeah. And then there's they did Skeletor have that cover. cover. That was a fantastic one. December, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm Shattered, uh, Power Rangers are still doing the... the Necessary, uh, necessary evil. evil. I saw that. Fight is so good today. It's so good today. Was well, amazing. Well, Joe, tell us about this it. art, though. This art is this, this art, cool. This art, I mean, it's only black and white right now, but this art's pretty good. Right, right, right. I like the masters of the multiverse. So when there's a group of he mans, are they called he men? Oh, God, I knew you were gonna go there. I knew Jesus, Kevin. Yes. You're not even married Fine. yet, and you're already doing dad jokes. Yeah, you're not even thirty. I mean, yeah. 11 months in, I don't even do that joke. <laughs> no, no, Ken, Ken will be 30 on the 27th of December. Let's all remember this. Nice. Wow. No. 27th of December? Yeah. I turned 31st of December. Nice. Wait, you guys, for real? Yeah. Did, you, did you guys not know your birthdays were like three days no, apart? No, I knew. Oh, uh, four days apart. Yeah. Uh, four, so I knew you were in December. And then uh, 27th is a Friday. Baby, baby Luke is uh, the oh. same month. No, is it no, November? November. It's November. Oh, it is November. Yeah. Yeah. The 27th is a Friday, but there will be no podcast that week because Christmas is on the Wednesday. Wonderful. <laughs> Christmas Eve is on Why Tuesday. Not? Well, now, now our listeners know. I'm sure there probably won't even be books coming out. They no, might come out early, actually. They'll come out early. Yeah, they'll come out early. Wow, yeah, I'm, um, I'm so, all for this He-Man. Yeah, the He-Man thing, Joe told me about it. I was like, I started reading about it. I'm totally down for this. Same. I don't know why. I'm already thinking of like other weird crossovers. I was like, I wonder if there's like a He-Man who laughs. <laughs> no. It'll so, be a Skeletor who laughs. Skeletor laughs. There you go. Be good. Yeah. I mean, he already laughs, but yeah. No, yeah. Well, no. wouldn't it be? Wouldn't, it would be a He-Man that has become Skeletor. Right, exactly. That would be, yeah, the version. Oh, wow, that's kind of deep. It would be like Skeletor, the most powerful man in the universe, because that's what He-Man is. He's Skeletor, right? He, oh, he's Skeletor. But then, who would be his, his villain? Well, who's Batman or last villain? 
Right. The Justice League? No. So Zodak? No one. I mean, really, the Batman Who Laughs has no equal. Right. I, well, right I, would think of, I would think of, okay, so if we're really going to run down this, uh, if we're really going to think about it, it would be the a Master He-Man. Universe. It would be Prince Adam that became He-Man that somehow became Skeletor. Yes. So he would lose the power of Skull, but he would become Skeletor. So somebody else would have to take up the mantle of He-Man to be – so have to pick up the sword and become the new champion like, of Grayskull. So who would be the new champion of Like Man-at-Arms? Or would they go – they can't call She-Ra. She's in another universe. Um, Tila? No. Tila would be interesting, but I don't think – and Zodak I don't think would do it. I think the child. Mo- I know. I think the most interesting character would probably be like Man-at-Arms. Man. Yeah. Because he's the most known, and the whole and you could play up the whole angle that or Or Randor because he was a warrior. You could play up the whole that they're older, so the Skeletor's younger, so he's more viable in a fight than. Yeah, I I I hope this is something cool. (laughs) Like like, I hope this is a part of the. You guys got to listen. If you like Conan, this is way better than Conan. Uh, Well, this is this 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 feeds a. This is like Conan, but yeah, this feeds a but it's Conan Conan. But if Conan had like like futuristic technology, uh, technology right. right? Because and they all have flying machines and they right. all have less barbarian, more dystopian. Well, no, I mean it's like it's kind of like a barbarian feel to it, but less I'm stupid and more just the strength. Remember, remember oh, so like a boomer. Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings. Yeah, or uh, Star Wars meets Conan, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm liking Conan for it's. Barbaricness. Well, you've been on Conan both books, yeah, for yeah, a very long time now. Congrats, bro. Wait, there's three. Yeah, no, there's three Exodus. Books? Exodus was just a one shot. Oh, okay. No, there's another book. There's um. You're blowing Kevin's mind right now, Justin. Oh. <laughs> it's, oh, it's only a Conan book. I don't no, know. It's only called. Jason Aaron on on Conan the Barbarian and, and Jerry Duggan, Duggan on Slavish so, Sword. Kevin is to Conan as Joe is to Ninja Turtles. Or Power Rangers or Heaven. Or Power Rangers. But this fandom I've gotten of Conan is strictly brand new because of Marvel. Yeah, it's only been the past year or so yeah. that the book's been going on. And even then, you hopped on, I think, it wasn't the first issue. It was probably a partway through the beginning of it. No, I tried both. You tried both? I tried both, and I was like, I'm going to ride with this. I mean, this is cool. And then now I'm like, I just want to keep getting more and more adventures with this barbarian, just hacking shit. And, you know, before we hop on to the, the big book of the week, we do have that, um, what was it, that book that's coming out in Kylo Ren book? Uh, Kylo number one in December. In December, which I know you love your Vader stuff, Kevin. Uh, I'm like, so cover was, that cover was so nice. I'm going to read it. You're going to read it? Okay, yeah. so I, I mostly care because it it explains a little right. bit more of the Knights of Ren, and right. he's fighting the Knights of Ren. Right. So what's the time frame of this, do we know? Him on the temple uh, with well, Luke. 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 Oh, so this is the... the I think you I think you just right. mentioned this. I'm sorry if I'm repeating you. There's this book has already teased that it's Luke and Kylo Ren fighting. Fighting the knights of Ren. Yeah, fighting. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. He, he, he mentioned that? Yeah. Yeah. He, he mentioned it but not completely. Like yeah. which makes more sense. Yeah, well Wow. It's him Ben as Ben. He's not Kylo Ren right. yet. Right. So, so it's Ben, ben he's not Kylo Ren. Yeah, it's ben. Ben. But the book is called Kylo Ren. Right. Because it, it's probably his evolution into it. So it right. ends with like Luke trying to stab him in his sleep. Wow. I hope it doesn't do a whole origin telling. I hope it's a story and we get flashbacks. Right. That'd be nice. You gotta, you gotta be careful. Did Invader do that? Yes. yes. The Charles yes. Saul one would flashback to him as Anakin. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, speaking of which, there's actually a picture yeah. today. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. You know, of Hayden Christensen handing a lightsaber in over the to a kid. Handing a lightsaber over to a That's kid. That's so cool. And then it flashes to the scene in, in Revenge of the Sith where he lights the lightsaber. Uh, 
Well, it relates to like say we're up with all the young yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just it's just, the the smi- it's just the smile on Hayden's face in the canteen. It's like take it. Honestly, it took me a second to realize it was him, just because he looks so different. Yeah, the man's aged. Yeah. Aged and stayed thin, scrawny yeah. thin. Yeah. So you need to work out a little bit. Do you want bit. me to do uh, Power Rangers really fast? Yes. This is Power Rangers that came out today, though. Okay. No, because he's. Why aren't you reading it yet? I always bring it up and you. I'm a crappy human being. I I this want to read beautiful. it too, but I it's true. Justin is holding up my bottle of Knob, Knob Creek whiskey Knob bourbon. Creek. It's it is a uh, fifty proof small batch barrel. Mm-hmm. I, this man has to drive home. Yeah, it's a short ride. It's Not, that jail. Short. <laughs> Not that short. All right, Joe, get back to so, really the uh, The bounty hunter beat the crap out of White Ranger. The uh, dog oh, bounty hunter. Shit. The dog bounty hunter. Dog bounty hunters. Yeah, his wife died. He has other things. Dog, like, dog yeah. bounty hunter. <laughs> so he's hunting down the Power Rangers. Anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he blames the Power Rangers for, for the wife, cancer, cancer, right? wife's right, cancer. Right, right. Oh, my God. He's dog the bounty hunter. He thinks they're real. He's chasing oh, down people. Stop, villains. <laughs> people multiple his fan mixes. Dog the bounty hunter who laughs. laughs. There's our title right there. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down, please. There we are. I was thinking of, of Tolkien Jackson. Because <laughs> they talk. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Uh, he, beats, he beats up Tommy. Then the other Rangers uh, call the Zords because he gets big. He decimates the Zord, the Megazord. The new one, the Thunder Megazord. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Decimates it, breaks open the, the, the cabin. He's about to, like, destroy them. In come the Omega Ranger Zords. Ah. Right, because Zorn is like, red button. My range is about to die. He's like, Rocky's not enough. No, neither is Tommy. So the Omega Rangers wipe the floor with Bounty Hunter. He's yelling for for Zed to help him. When Remember, on all these other issues, he's been back-talking Zed, like, get out of here, I'll do this. But no, he's like, Zed, send buddies. I need help. Send buddies. <laughs> and Zed's like, no, Fuck you. You, you, didn't, you didn't finish your mission. So the Mega Rangers wipe the floor with him. He escapes, though. And then the Power Rangers are like, oh, my God, a new group of Rangers. Remember, they don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. This, and they wipe the floor with this guy. He destroyed our Zord. Four new awesome Rangers. Cool. And then three. Like, oh, three. They try three to four. 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 Oh, they try four to, so they sh- extend their hands to them. They just they teleport they, out. They teleport out. And they're like, okay, nice yeah, to cause, meet you. Yeah, because <laughs> the thing is, like, they can't reveal their identity. They, they, they can't even speak because they'll know right. them. So they're back on their ship. Now they have this big, massive ship now. Oh, so like, yeah, they're in space. Right, they have their own ship. Wait, the Omegas. The, the Omegas. Omegas. And Trini's telling Jason, why do those were our friends. Why didn't he's like, remember, we cannot reveal our identity. It hurt me, but we can't let them know. Justin being a boss. We're, yeah. What? What's Mission. the, why? I can't remember the explanation. They're special ops. That, and then they have their own Zordon, where he was like an ancient ranger. He's the one Again. reporting to Zordon, but whatever. He told them if you if anyone knows of your identity, your powers will go away. You'll lose your powers. Which may or may not be true. And it's no, just a Deus Ex Market to explain why in the show they never knew each other. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, yeah, technically their cover is that they went to a peace summit, the, the three, the correct. three main rangers. Correct. The fourth one is an alien who was affected by the morphing grid right. that killed her whole family. Right. Yeah, that that Joe has explained. And she's still reading with that. She's like, I can right. imagine. I mean, so that's something you get over easily. They're giving Jason shit like we should have helped. You know, we should help them more. Let's go back because he's gonna go back after the Zords are destroyed. What does the Zord want us to do? He's like, we don't answer the Zord anymore technically, but we cannot help them. 
So they're mad at Jason, but Jason goes to their resort on. So he goes into a, a secure room and he's telling him, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you cannot help your friends. You cannot reveal who you are. You could go help them again, but there's other bad guys I need you to take care of. Jason's like, no, I'm ending this now. I'm taking the Zords. We're going to the moon. I'm going after Zed myself. About damn time. So they're like, no, don't do that. And then Zordon's giving the Rangers like some side story. Oh, we don't know who they are. They're ancient Rangers. Uh, I'll find out. While yeah. I'm finding out, here's Tommy. And Tommy wiggles in like, hi, I'm sorry I couldn't help you, but I'm hurt. And then they all like, oh. <laughs> He's doing a, a neck brace and a leg cast. So they go, oh, Zordon. He got hurt from finding putties. What do we do? We have no Zords now. He's like, oh, I'll fix your Zords, whatever. Uh, Alpha, get to work at Mexico. Right. Uh, but then Alpha snitched Alpha's him Alpha's a Mexican. Because okay. he has a hat? You're an asshole. No, 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 no. It's not a Mexican Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Fucking George, man. D- dude, I'm telling you, the original Power Rangers podcast. were racist. <laughs> they had the Yellow Ranger as an Asian, the Black Ranger as black. I mean, come on. I can't argue that. The 90s Power Rangers? I'm sorry. Alpha 5, because Hispanics love to name their kids the same name as their father. So he's the fifth alpha, like his other father and grandfather. Before him. Yeah, and he said, I, 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 I. Wait, tell me what language that's from. Wasn't Alpha the space alpha, the space Power Rangers alpha, Alpha 6? I think so. He was. Yes, they continued that. <laughs> I'm telling you. The lineage continues. This is not me. This is this is something the 90s did. Anyway. I can't wait for Power Rangers, like, Taco Tuesday issue. Hey, Kevin. Watch, Alpha comes out. He's the one that made it. I mean, he's the one that makes the taco. I mean, he's brought out food for the Rangers before. He oh, he's man. essentially like the main bot. The juice bar is the front for a taco stand. If Skynet <laughs> attacks. Maybe the 90s was juice bar. If Skynet's cool. attack, will Alpha join Skynet? 100%. I guess. Dude's the maid. Why not? He has a relationship with Alexa right now. Alpha and Alexa and Terminator. They all have. It's a three way between Alpha and Terminator. It. <laughs> T-800, Alpha 5, and Alexa 1. Alexa 1. Yeah. I'm done. I'm going to go back to my drink. Uh, right. Comic ends with uh, Jason obliterating Zed's castle. With his what? Head. Yeah. Yo, Jason going against orders? Yeah, he went against Yo, orders. Yo, that's it? Is that so evil done? No, no, no. Uh, the castle's gone, but that doesn't mean they're done. The Zords come in, and then the putties attack the other Mega Rangers, and he goes, no, Zed, you're mine. Because Zed's like, oh... Take care of these these rangers. I'm not. I'm, he's sitting on his throne like I'm not doing shit. He's still on the throne chilling. And Jason's like, come on. And he's like, okay. And then it ends with him and Jason like about to fight. About to fight. I love that Zed uses a staff of all weapons. Right. He's having a staff and Jason has a staff. Yeah, a staff with literacy on it. How ostentatious can you be? For real. I, I mean, the dude's naked with metal on him. The bad guys are like, oh, what's that noise? It sounds like our castle's being destroyed. And then the mega zords are like standing there and the. Castle just crumbles. Just destroying it. Yeah, like how Zed's fucking thrones just the only thing surviving. That's funny. <laughs> but I love that we have a four-person ranger group when oh, usually yeah. it's five, right, six, or, or six. seven. There's been a few that, that have gone yeah, seven. Right, right. So I wonder if they're actually going to add to this team. They talked about that. Nah, I don't think they will. I would hope not. I like the right. whole four-person Well, remember team. the rumor of like uh, an orange ranger. No, so it might be on Mighty Morphin or right. it might be an Omega. And that looked like a beef, a beast morpher ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of uh, the style of the helmet and everything, it looked more like beast morphers. Okay. So it'd be mighty morphers. I don't even know what that is. Beast, so, uh, just a quick explanation: beast morphers is the new Power Rangers, the Super Sentai from Japan, that is emulating the Power Rangers style. Because we all know that Super Sentai created Power Rangers. Right. Yeah. 
but they changed it up in the American version. Right, right. So Beast Morphers is paying homage to that. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, it's art emulating art emulating reality. TV? Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Moving on. So that's the end of the book. <laughs> so now the big book. The big book of the week, which was Marauders number one, first issue of uh, that's awesome. the new book. By Jerry Duncan. Which was very good. I agree with I review Kevin. I did not think I was going to like this book, but it came out. Came out I, I, as soon as I saw, I heard about the pitch. Uh, supposedly, it was Jerry Duncan's pitch to Hickman, mm-hmm. saying it goes mutants, pirates, and Hickman was like, "All right." I was sold from that pitch. Yeah, to be so, honest. so I heard the interview. I I heard the hour long interview with Hickman about how the fuck he came up with all this process of the Xbox and this and that, whatever. And then share this. and I Jerry Duncan. This. It's just an hour. I'll, I'll share the the episode. Right. Uh, but Jerry Duncan is one of the very, very few people who was in every single meeting with, of Hickman and and uh, Marvel editors. So he's just sitting there taking notes. The so time. so he says that's what he says. That like of all the other X books, he goes Jerry Duncan's Marauders will possibly be the closest to Hickman's version or vision of moving of what's moving forward because he's he was around in every meeting. Hmm. Well, this book starts off with the fact that Kitty Pride cannot go through the gates of Krakoa. Which I never mentioned this, but I did have a question to myself. She's a very big X-Men. Why was she never on the island? I kept thinking that. I was like, oh, that looks like this. And then I knew that she was on the cover of Marauder, so I was like, oh, we'll get to it. Well, the whole thing is that Krakoa will not let her through. Yeah, and no one knows why. And no one knows why. And it seems like nobody cares either. Yeah. Yeah, no one cares. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you'll be fine. I think you know what she has to I, s- I think it's because everyone's in the honeymoon stage of like, yeah, we got our own nation. Even like Logan Blaine. is like super happy hippie. Yeah. Well, she has to sail a boat to the island. Yeah, yeah. the first voyage. The, yeah. She's the first voyage to the island. And she when she gets there, and Logan's actually like, because when she gets there, Logan's more yeah. happy that she's there with the beer and the ribs it's and shop- everything. The shopping list that he has to and see her. And yeah. So to me, I'm already like, what the fuck is going on? Because Kitty Pride is a pretty, pretty, pretty central X Men. She is. She is. And now you basically you've turned her into an outsider. Yep. And then she's also getting an offer from from White Emma. Queen about the Red King role. Right. Yep. Which at she, the end of the issue, spoilers, she accepts. Right. But she was uh, the whole reason why she got that offer is because she uh, someone turned it down. Stormfront turned it down. So Storm turned it down. You're right. Right. So she's now the Red King, and her whole thing is they're supposed to be liberating mutants um, that aren't allowed because there are Krakoa portals on certain countries that the countries are not allowing the mutants to go through. Yeah, they're the ones that declined the sovereignty. Yeah, Russia uh, being the first the terms, one they showed. Right. Remember the terms was we'll give you the drugs, send us your mutants. Uh, Russia being one of them, and I believe. Uh, no, China, I think, is one. China as well. No, no, China, no, China accepted because it wanted the drugs. Uh huh. But there were, where Bishop was in this book, Bishop is is in uh, one. Taipei, um, Singapore. Singapore, Singapore, yes. Uh, so, so places like that that did not accept the mutants' terms of the drugs are not allowing the mutants to leave. Yeah. Even though there are gateways, so well, they are Russia, literally guarding yeah. those gateways. And Russia specifically won't allow the mutants to leave because they use them for their workforce. Yeah, right. they're, they're they serve automatically the enlisted into the country. Yeah. But hopping back to Taipei, because I think this is going to be a, an interesting point, because they took something for a few panels, a few pages. Bishop's there, and a lady's spouting that my husband took the portal and he disappeared. And Bishop's there like, No, she hey. said the mutants kidnapped him. No, no, she said that she, he touched it and he was gone. And then she she makes it seem 
uh, the mutants kidnapped him. Right. But Bishop's like, we have no record of him, but I want to investigate. And his face is all shadowed until he lifts up his hat and you see the big M on his face. And it's like, oh, it's Bishop. Yeah. And they start, she's like, I don't want to speak to you. I'm not going to speak yeah. to you. And the crowd turns against him. Yeah. And it's like, Xavier, I'm stepping out for now, right now. Why you send Bishop into a predominantly Asian community? Probably the best idea. Why do you send Bishop anywhere? I think Bishop is a very overrated. He has no tact. He's a very overrated media character. What? He was a big character I, for a I while. I think he's just, yeah. he's the lone wolf. He's a lone wolf soldier, so you, you send him on lone wolf missions. You really can't bring him a part of a group. It's tough. It's tough to make Bishop a part of a group. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is a one time. Hey, go see what the fuck is going on over there in Singapore. But That's it. Uh, looking at the. Which I don't. I love that it's not Hickman, but the inserts are like Hickman. Yeah. Again, Jerry Duggan was in all the meetings, yeah. so so he's po- he's possibly like spiritually carrying on that Hickman. same essence, and I love it. Bishop's a part of the Marauders crew. Yeah. Well, this team that is basically the Pirates of the X Men are <laughs> they're charged they're charged with going to these these areas where they're not allowed right. to crack on and, and them. liberating them yeah. so that they can go through the portal. And the whole idea is that they can't go through the portal because Kitty can't go through the portal, but she sails to these different areas on a boat that Emma's provided for, a brand new boat. And this team is made up of Kitty, Lockheed, Storm, who's only staying, Storm's only staying to, because of Kitty. Right. Nightcrawler, Iceman, Wolverine, because you know Wolverine's got to be on every team. Freaking everyone. Uh, well, and he, him and Kitty have a relationship. Yeah, but yeah. Well, so does Storm and Kitty. That's yeah. what she stayed. Yeah, exactly. Emma, Emma Frost, Bishop, and Pyro, and Pyro's the one that's like, oh, okay, the original, original yeah, Aussie Pyro. Well, because right. he died because of the uh, the Genosha, the legacy. No, uh, that's what he said. Genosha. It was yeah. a Genosha. Yeah, the no, massacre. I one of, it's, um, the legacy virus. Right, killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was that. I he didn't said, specify. He said, I was dead, and then I was alive. No, he said, I was one of the first to, bring, to, to be, be brought, brought back. back. Do we know that the first to be brought back were because of the Legacy Virus? Yeah, I think that happened. I thought it would have been the Genosha Massacre. Well, Legacy they did Virus it in order. before Genosha. They did it in order. Okay, so they're going in chronological order. Because yeah. the Legacy Virus was the whole thing where they lose their, their power, they lose right. their ability to control their powers, and they right. die. Because Moira, in the books, Moira was the first human to get it because it was only a mutant disease. How about how do we feel about them showing off uh, in Kate, not Kitty? She has to be called yeah, Kate yeah. now. Well, she is older now, and then she's supposed to be married she's to Colossus. Where the she, fuck is Colossus? Well, there's like, that, and there's, she was also the head of. Uh, she's been the, t- the head master of Wolverine uh, school for a right. long time. Well, the Wolverine school, yeah, not yeah. in the X school anymore. But well, it was the Jean Grey school. The Jean Grey school. It's had a lot of name changes. But uh, yeah, I mean, her powers of. Like, Emma's like, hey, step into my office, and she's there across the planet. No, Emma's very powerful, son. Yeah, it's just it's showing off her powers. They also mentioned the fact, the Russians mentioned that Iceman's an Omega. Yeah. So, a lot of little, you can tell that this author was definitely in those meetings with Hickman. I'm not for that. that. Iceman should not be an Omega. What? No, Iceman's definitely an Omega. I mean, his an powers an- don't have an upper limit. Uh huh. An elemental. So why is it pyro? Like he's not like no no. Pyro can't pyro, fire. Exactly. Well, that's pyro, the difference. Pyro can only manipulate, manipulate fire. fire. Which they Bobby, touch on. Bobby can literally create an element. Remember, Pyro's like, hey, can someone give me a light? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's when Lockheed well, he's, he's got the, makes he's, a dragon he's fire. He's got the flamethrower on his back. He's always right. flamethrower. But he asks, I need a light. Yes. He does at one point. Uh, which I love is how, weird I love, because he has a flamethrower. I love on the boho Lockheed keeps bringing back shit that he like half ate. Like a cat. 
Yeah. Okay, 100%. And it's okay. like, I think one is like, it's a seagull. A seagull wing on the way to Krakoa, uh, going to Russia. I think there's like a part of a crab. Yeah, uh, part of a crab. But then on the boat leaving uh, Krakoa, there's fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yes. human yeah. fingers? No, leaving Russia. Right. Oh, leaving yeah, Russia. Right. Because they had just defeated all of them and Lockheed's like, yeah. so and then, again, I, I just love what I could, the tidbits I could find on, on Twitter, especially in comic Twitter. Jerry Duggan is like, the law says uh, harm, what is it? Uh, harm no human. Unless. Well, yeah, I think, I guess he says like, I guess he specifies it more of in the sense of like, kill no man or kill no human. He goes, but nothing says like, you can't fuck one up. <laughs> well, Jerry Duggan said that and I was like, that's fucking funny. Kate literally puts a rifle in between yeah. the two, thighs yeah. of two different Dude, Russians. how do you remove yeah. that? Uh, you lose a leg. Surgery. You Dude, lose a fucking leg. Dude, yeah. that, <laughs> one's not making it. <laughs> Dude, that is insane. The way Kitty, Kate fights is incredible. Is. Going through people, and I love how like, she, she treats her like it was on nothing. The tank, oh my she god. She pulled the grenades and she's like, bye. Yo, she, she was... Ruthless, to be oh, honest. Shit. It was to show you that if this isn't Kitty, this is Kate. But what really legitimately was scary was that soldier that Russia had that like that had like that armor and like gun that like literally depowered depowered people mm-hmm. or mutants. That was crazy. It was only temporary though. I love that he was spouting the nonsense of like, yeah, you guys are nothing without your powers. And Kitty's like, you're nothing without your suit. Yeah. And she just wrecks him. Mm-hmm. Literally one panel. I was like, oh, okay, that was cool. cool. Done. So this was a great book. Yeah, we, I enjoyed it. I look Same. forward to the next issue. Um, I Hick, think Hickman whole, flat out said he goes, "This is the one that he's most excited of of it continuing." I'm 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 actually excited for some of these books. Now I know some of these books I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dig, but mm-hmm. it gives me read Excalibur. Yep, I'm reading Excalibur. I'm, I'm okay. Well, that's the one that we all know. It's about mutant them discovering or or furthering magic, and uh, we all mutant know how magic. I feel about magic. Right, mutant magic. But I I dig the idea that in this book, apocalypse is ahead. He's like he's ahead of this group or team. Yeah, but also you've got Psylocke. Well, the 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 original version of Psylocke, not the Quantum. Yeah, the, the Psylocke. Again, all original mutants are back. Yeah, this version of Psylocke becoming the new Captain Britain. So that's got me intrigued. So I want to know what's going on there. I find that weird. It's just like, it's the Psylocke that's not Betty, but becoming... No, it's Betty, but it's not It's not the Asian fusion. It's the, it's the version before... It's not it's the version before she went to the Siege Perilous. Oh, okay, so it's it's un, un-Asian Betty? Yeah. Non-Asian Betty? Well, because there was, there was Betty Br- uh, Brady, uh, Braddock, Braddock, and then there was Quanit. And then they both went through the Siege Perilous and they were merged. Right. And that's how you get the sidelock that everyone knows of. Yeah. With the with the sonic knife and everything like yeah. Yeah, that's the like everyone knows. So we're excited for the next book. Yep. But in the interest of time, we're an hour and fifteen in, we gotta move on. And yep. we got a lot of TV stuff to talk about because there's a yep. lot of TV shit happening. True. Um, the first thing I want to mention is breaking news yesterday. Uh, HBO, which they, in their infinite wisdom, they led with this, and then they told us the, the better part later. Uh, if HBO has canceled the, uh, they basically just shit canned the show that even had, had a pilot. And was, is it? They yeah, filmed it. They filmed the pilot oh. for the long night version of Game of Thrones the spinoff. Yeah. Dude, and it was starring Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. So they had, had like names. she was excited. They had a lot of big names on it, not just Naomi Watts. But that's what they led with yesterday was that they just. Flat out told they passed on it. It's not, and then people were speculating until they announced the news later that oh HBO might be done with Game of Thrones. Honestly, that's what I felt. I yeah, was like, I, thought, hey, I thought they were Game of Thrones has a stigma on it right now. They had such a backlash from the last season that they were just like, let's just distance ourselves. 
and we'll move on. And I got sad, man. I got sad because I okay again. I know I'm the magic hater, so I didn't care much about this series. This but you still about wanted more Game of Thrones. I wanted more Game of Thrones because the the world is incredible. Yeah. So I wanted more. I wanted to revisit it more, See, and I wanted because I knew if it if this did good, we would eventually get the one I wanted. Yeah. Now, the the one we are getting. Let's mention that first. Is they are going to do? It's called House of the Dragon, and it's supposed to deal with the fall of the House of Targaryen. No, 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 no. the creation. Well, no, both. It's supposed to go Wait, through the entire because story. the house falls in that other place and then regrows in the new area. No, because they were a minor house in uh, right. They were a minor house in. Uh, they were farmers. They were farmers in. Um, oh God, the f- Valeria. 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 Thank you. Yeah, they, they were farmers in Valeria. Yeah, yeah. they weren't with dragons. They weren't a major house in Valeria. Yeah, it's so only everyone had dragons. So yeah. So okay. So to tell you that story is a daughter of of the late lead farmer of that of that family. There, she was. Uh, she had the green the, the the green side. She could see the future. She saw the doom happen before they left. Before it happened. Yeah. They, Thus they, they go to Dragonstone and they they landed on Dragonstone, just you know the coast of Westeros. Along that coastal of Westeros, they never ventured inward because there was all these crazy factions of kingdoms uh, having conflicts, and they were outsiders. Uh, they were uh, what was this world's version of Anglo-Saxon? Andals. They were Andals. Yeah. Not yet. Actually, no. They had, the Andals had already landed on Westeros. Yeah, that's right. Because there was already houses established. Right. Yeah. But still, they were foreign. Yeah, they were foreign. They had purple lives. Right, they're speaking right that and speaking Valerian or whatever. Yeah, so they just stayed on the coast until this story. This yeah. story, which is three hundred years they, prior to Game of Thrones, because where they make where they make their landing on Westeros, that's where they build the Red Keep. Well, I, mean, I, I feel that that saying it's the fall of the Targaryen is kind of odd because, because but it's supposed to deal with it's supposed to deal with them coming to power and it's ultimately in Westeros. To, in Westeros, but it's supposed to ultimately end with them dying out. Oh, so it's it's Aegon's conquest till his fall, till the, the Targaryen. Well, not only fall. his fall, it would be the it would be all Targaryens. Yeah, yeah, we all Targaryens, which is what happened right before Danny was born. So that's good if they're setting them this up as like. Okay, we're gonna. This series will be the lineage mm-hmm. of three hundred years of storytelling to play with. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, ten episodes for that does not make sense. No, I think I'm convinced. The first season, the first ten episodes is just Aegon's conquest. Oh yeah, because yeah, Aegon's conquest, I know it's it's short. Sure. There's no deep. way that could be stretched out for more than a season. Yeah, maybe two if you really like Get flesh out. If you really flesh out the other houses that he conquered, the uh, gardener, which essentially is wiped out, which is the the one in Highgarden before Tyrells. Mm-hmm. Tyrells get it from Aegon for not going against him in um in, in the conquest. Yeah, and then you also have things like um Aegon's step- the original brother. Starks, original uh, uh, Lannisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a lot of things that that build up the kingdom that we know yeah. of the Game of Thrones world. Yeah. The ruthlessness of the now, of the Martells. Yeah. What I wanted to get back to is as as much as this is what Kevin wanted was this show. Yeah. I want Kevin. You wanted this show too. A hundred percent. I I I wanted this show too. Don't get me wrong. I wanted the other show a little bit more, and uh, the reason why is because I actually like the the mystic history of Westeros. I'd like to know more about. I would have liked to have seen the building of the wall. I would have liked to have seen like the, the children of the forest and how they were subjugated and then ultimately created the web. Because I'm going to tell you right now, what sold me on the show, I had watching the first episode of Game of Thrones, I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. I just knew that the show was coming out. I had never heard of it. 
Never knew anything about the books, nothing. What sold me on the show was the very first episode when you first see the White Walkers yeah. in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I said, what the fuck is that? I want to stay with the show. I want to know more. And they never tell you more. And, and, they, and they don't. But ultimately, that led me to watch the show for longer and get into everything else. But I still held on to, uh, what the fuck is that? I want to know more. So I'm, I'm bummed because we're not going to get that story now. Not right now. But... There might be something later. Right. If this gives us a resurgence of Game of Thrones interest, mm-hmm. maybe they'll do yeah. that. Yeah. And so, I do like because now after the cancellation of the Long Night spinoff one, not not this one that we're talking about, the Long Night one with, with Naomi Watts, the showrunner who was also a, a – Attached. A, a, damn, man, I forgot her name. It, she's done other, other TV shows. There was a female showrunner, uh, lead writer, that the, they were going to explore the Long Night, the Age of Heroes – uh, prophecy, it was interpreted uh, in various cultures throughout this world, yeah. not just in Westeros, but also in Essos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we would have seen their version of it, too. Oh, wow. And it's like, cool. So we would have gotten a, an even more diverse cast of, of, of different, you know, different color faces, not just a bunch of, you know, English white people. But then now with this green lighting of the House of the Dragon, with, with Valerians is essentially just oh English white people. Even yeah. the Long Night was was uh, announced and said they were from the pilot. Everything was coming out. Uh, I'm a part of the Free Folk Reddit, which is the Game of Thrones Reddit, and they were all saying no, give us Aegon's conquest. Yeah, and I was I'm with that. After Game of Thrones, a lot of people wanted that. I'm one. I'm the late adopter. Uh, before season three, I watched season one and two with an ex. She got me into it. And that's where I started nice. my Game of Thrones adventure. So I already I, had an idea. At least you got into it with or before the Red Wedding. Yes, it was before the Red Wedding, which was, I mean, you watch this show and everyone dies off. It's really emotional, but you keep going. And with The Long Night, I felt they kept mentioning the Night King. We're going to establish how he started, this and that. And as a high fantasy nerd, I'm, I'm all down for the high fantasy. Yeah, you're, you're about the lore. But about a Game of Thrones fan, and after season eight, I really was. I wanted to push away from the Night King and the Wall and the you know everything that happened there. And I was like, give me Aegon's conquest. Let me have a palate rinser, and then maybe we yeah, can come back. Yeah, no. I mean, like I said, as long as we're getting something, yeah. I'm down for it. I and, I, and, as, and you know, at least they're doing something that's interesting. They're not doing something the history of the the Maesters. And I love, <laughs> I love the slogan for it. Like the the yeah the the, the catchphrase for it is fire will will rain. That's amazing. And it's not rain like rain down. Mm-hmm. It's no, rain no, like rain. a king's, king's rain. rain. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a king's rain that, for to a me, is so awesome. Yeah. Now, my worry, because I, I became more familiar with Aegon's Conquest through, like, YouTube videos and audio retellings of, of the fire and, and blood book that George R. R. Martin did. And his co-writer, uh, damn it, bro, I don't remember the name. The co-writer is the showrunner for this, uh-huh. along with Miguel Chapachnik. The one who did uh, Battle of the Bastards. Dude, he's on every uh, good, great, battle-heavy battle episode. We did two episodes in Season 8 that were separated because they wanted him to do two episodes in Season 8. And he did the Sept episode, the blowing up of the Sept. That was another great episode. Th- that man knows what he's doing. Yeah. But he's very busy. And he is he credited as one of the showrunners? Or he's, a yeah. Writer? He's, he will be co-showrunner, co-lead writer with, with the guy who co-wrote... With George Armar and the Blood and Fire book, uh, who he will, I can't remember his name, he will be the, the, the lead showrunner. But Miguel Sapache will direct the first episode, 
set the tone for the rest of the series, which is incredible. And and uh, my worry, which is what I was trying to get to, this is going to cost a lot of money, Justin. I know you're not that familiar with the, the Aegon's Conquest, but it's in the name. It's it's Conquest. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be a battle after battle well, and I mean, dragons. Do you, really, do you really think they're not? HBO's throwing money at it, man. I mean, look how much money they threw at fucking Game of Thrones. Season 8 costs like... You know, uh, an Avengers movie a piece every episode. That, but right, you're talking about season eight when it was already a part of the cultural zeitgeist. But this is also part of it. Game the of first Thrones already has an, a bread base of people. Who the are first watching. we didn't get our first battle until I think the ending of season two. In Game of Thrones, everything else was all was politics all fights and, and, and politics, yeah, right? Yeah. Even the first battle that we were supposed to witness, Tyrion gets knocked out and then it skips. Yeah. Yeah, you're the beginning of uh, right. Of so the only fight, final, legit big scale battle we finally see is in season two. I believe it's it's the um, the sacking of King's Landing, but in the failure attempt of yeah. Stannis sacking King's Landing, and he fails because then Tywin comes and saves the day with the Tyrells. You, know, you just reminded me that season one is all political injury, yeah, and no action whatsoever. It's all character. Why did I stick with this show? Yeah. I mean, uh, don't get me you wrong. You got in on a. On, Peak time. I got in. Uh, season one had ended, and season two was about to start. Or had just started. So in my mind, that's why to me the red wedding was so much more uh, emotional for me. Is I, I literally with season two, I fell in love with that week to week watch of watching Rob Stark. Mm-hmm. Rob Stark was the man. He was in to me amazing. He but that's incredible. when they set the tone of if they focus on this character too much, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, so what was the name? Ryan Condo. Yes. The co-writer? Co-writer of Fire and Blood with George R. R. Martin. So he and will be showrunner of this spin-off series, uh, House of the Dragon. So he knows the universe. He knows what he's doing. He has a, a great he, co-showrunner. He built the lore. So. Exactly. So, uh, you know, I have high hopes for this. Uh, HBO is going to be throwing money at it like they're Disney. I think the way to do it, unfortunately, is stretch it to two seasons. Hmm. Yeah. Because you can't have a battle every episode. That financially does not make sense. I mean, you say that. I mean, but ten episodes is short. Even if it was every episode, ten episodes is still too short. Here's 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 my here's makes my it, concern. Which makes it expensive. It's gonna be it's gonna blow up in budget. Here, here's my concern. One of the main things that really kept Game of Thrones people interested in Game of Thrones were the characters. Yeah, but specifically Tyrion. And you he know, was the most we don't character. we don't have a Peter Dinklage on the show. We don't know yet. But I'm just saying. Peter Dinklage was kind of one of the reasons why people tuned in every week. That's actually okay. That's actually a good point. Who should be a focal point in this? Should you treat Aegon conquering as a savior, or like how Daenerys was shown or, or perceived at the, in the at the end as a conqueror? No, you get you have to show him as a savior because remember, remember history is written by the victors. You should he show wins, him. so. He is praised as unifying the seven kingdoms. You should show him as a savior because that makes the fall that much more brutal. Because eventually, when you get to um, the who was the one, the one that burned everybody, Ares. Ares. He's the like, the second or fourth the bad king. The, the, the bad, bad king. king. When you finally get to the bad king, and you see how far that lineage is gone, and plus you also Dude, get three hundred years of inbreeding. So you also get the the, uh, the the fall of the dragons because you have the main, the big dragon, which was said to be the biggest ever. All the Whatever way down the to they're yeah, all the way down to when they were born, they're just the size of chickens, you know, and the abandonment of the dragon pits. But then you also have um, Ben Stark, who 
potentially might have made the Mad King mad. So he might not have no. Well, you have, have you have the early you have these Starks too, so you'll have these characters. And... But then again, going was it Stark or Baratheon who was the stepbrother or Aegon? Bro, I cannot wait for that to be exploded. I was just gonna like end it with that. I, I cannot it? wait for Which that. Which one is it though? It's it's Baratheon. And so Baratheon is an illegitimate bastard of of uh, Targaryens. And then they are the ones granted the Stormlands. Aegon's for winning best the friend. first battle. Aegon's best friend becomes a first Baratheon. Well, which brother. is his brother. Yeah, it's his brother, but it's also his best friend. Yeah. You can be a brother and not be a best friend. Just me, I have brothers. <laughs> Orin. So I think it's Orin. Orin Baratheon. One one last thing too is you also get the the you'll eventually probably get to see the the the. Uh, that could be the Peter Dinklage. And that's what if I'm, you get a really charismatic actor to be that Baratheon and make us fall in love with him and perceive Aegon and the two sister wives through his eyes, that I think that's the, the POV that you that just reminded be. me that I wanted to say that. Because I mean I've been drinking, so I didn't recall it. Yeah. But I definitely wanted to say that that stepbrother Baratheon, future leader of the Baratheon family, might be our Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And he's going to have a different point of view from everything because he loves his brother and he'll follow what he says. But at the same time, he's an outsider. He is not a Targaryen. Right. That's why. Black hair. Right. That's why he's not given like a really big uh, kingdom. Well, well, he wins the first battle, but he's given one of the smaller ones that is not okay. really prosperous. He grows it. Okay. Right. Okay. So, so we're, we're all excited for the show. Yeah. Fuck it. Okay. So we're excited for the show to come. More, more TV news. We got more TV news coming. Uh, I'm excited for this because at first I didn't think it was true, but the CW is actually developing a Superman series for CW. Whether or not we actually get it is up in the air right now, but it's going to, it's supposed to star Tyler Hawkland and Bitsy, whatever her last name is, the, the, the Lois and, and Superman from, uh, from the Supergirl. CW crossover yeah. episodes. So they're supposed to be developing this show for them. Not much is known about what's going to happen, but I would hope that it's going to feature... <laughs> what the fuck? I would hope that it's going to feature uh, John John Cryer's Lex Luthor, um, and you know you have Superman, you have Lois, and then obviously more villains for that nature. And then maybe we will eventually get a dark side of some kind. I'm excited because at least they're pulling the trigger on Superman. Yeah, finally. Unlike Warner Brothers Brothers movies, I love how Dark Side has come up in different things, but hasn't actually come out yet. Yeah. Like he was in crypt. He was mentioned in Krypton. Mark my words. That that God's the new God's not coming. They're really, new gods is not. I, I, they're not making that movie. But they have so many people attached to it. I don't care. Okay, it is not coming. We'll see. We'll see. I'm telling but you. But so to to your point, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be very villain Harry if it gets done, Justin. The the Superman and Lois thing, because again, Twitter is like the information gateway now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the premise or the thing, the one I read of of rumored premises, it's about just them in their daily lives raising. John. Oh. That's still cool because, because we've never seen John. Right. We've never seen John Kent. And where we left off in the last crossover event, Lois was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing I'll say to that is that the original first season of Lois and Clark 
was a completely different show from the five of the seasons that came after it. The original first season of Lois and Clark was supposed to just deal with Lois and Clark. Right. Superman was just supposed to be like, like, oh, he's he's Superman, but he really wasn't supposed to be oh, Superman on the show. Yeah, it was supposed to just be Lois and Clark. And then somebody came along and said, more people care about Superman than Clark, so put Superman in the show. Yeah, make so yeah. I can see the show similar thing happening on the show, saying, oh, well, let's, like- let's focus more on Superman. <laughs> so yeah, we're getting there. Okay, calm down. Um, believe me, that's what I want to talk about too. Why did you put that thing on earlier? Because it's funny if I do it now. So for everyone who doesn't know, uh, I am currently wearing a beanie that has a Green Lantern mask on it completely over my face. It's a beanie mask. It's a beanie mask of Green Lantern. Okay, because HBO – Warners had their their meeting yesterday, their their Warners Media Day, and they announced the lineup for HBO HBO Max, which is coming out. And in addition to things like them having exclusive rights to Rick and Morty – Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli, stuff like that. They are going to have a Green Lantern core TV show, which immediately is like what a live action Green Lantern core TV show. So it's core, not it's core. We don't know know if it's Hal, it's probably going to be John because they've already done Hal and whatever. So, and we don't know who's going to be the focus, but. The idea is that we will get a show featuring the Green Lanterns, and they've already said it is going to be, and it's in the Berlanti verse because Berlanti is the one doing it, right? And they've already said that it's going to be really, really expensive because this I, is the Berlanti verse going into space and doing shit in space. What if my main Gardner? Huh? Yeah, it could be Gardner. No, I don't. Want, I don't want it. But I don't want guy. I like. Guy. I don't want I guy, guy. I don't want Kyle. No, guy and Kyle help. both have the help. deepest story and emotional attachment to them. Guy being an angry cop and Kyle being a rundown uh, artist. Well, guy's more of just an angry person. Not just well, a- I mean, but he's a cop, so you get that. That they're all cops. That Boston <laughs> cop. No, Hal wasn't a cop. Kyle. Well, wasn't they're a space cop. cops. I mean, yes. Once you become a green actor, you're a space cop. I would tend to think it's probably going to focus more on John because um, – I think how well, a will lot be of parallax or maybe, maybe imprisoned by the Guardians. I would, I, I would think that if Hal's going to be on it, he's probably going to be in a supporting role, if yeah. anything, because a supporting lot of remember, a lot of kids grew up with John being their Green Lantern, right. so I would think they would focus more on that. And I'm okay with that. That's fine with me. I actually have been loving the idea that they've been teasing – John Diggle on Arrow as Green Lantern. Yeah. So I think I think that's actually been something. I feel like that's finally going to happen in this crossover event. You need to take that off. <laughs> you look like a really bad Lucha Libre. <laughs> All right, I'm taking it off. Okay. Taking it off. Taking it off. So no one can look at me in the eye. Thank you, Jess. We we. Who do we want for what? For anybody for Lee? Greenland? How? Anyone? How? I, oh my God, actor wise. Actor wise. Oh, 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 I don't care who the actor. Our boy Jim. I I really I really want Jim Caviezel as Hal Jordan, so bad. Or 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 you want Jesus as Hal Jordan? <laughs> God damn it, Krasinski. Thank you, Krasinski. Not Caviezel. I'm sorry. Not, I I've been following that meme too much of people confusing their names. Okay, so John Krasinski. So you John, want Krasinski. you want Jack Ryan, Jack Ryan, Ryan Office, Greenland. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, me and Joe's boy from the Schmoldown, Mike Kalinowski, has been campaigning to be Hal Jordan because he looks like the spitting fucking image of Hal Jordan. The guy from Monsters, Inc.? Sure. Right. You don't get the joke? Yeah, you're thinking Mike Wazowski. Yeah, yeah Kalinowski, Wazowski. 
And, the and it's not the, funny when you have to explain. I would love, I would absolutely love Sterling K. Brown as Jon Stewart. I could take that. A dude that's been in TV and in movies, great, phenomenal dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. And I would totally take him as, as believable as Jon Stewart Green Lantern. Yeah. Stoic, serious face, military exactly. type. That, to me, the way he acts, I'm like, that's Jon Stewart. Yeah, if he just if he turns it up a notch, 100% Jon Stewart. Did you see him in uh, Predator, so? No. <laughs> did you see the Predator? I did not, but I, I read shit. Oh, my God. Take all that shit you just said about Sterling K. Brown and throw it out the window. Cool. Because he completely, he's a completely hey. different character Good. in the Predator. That, that means he's a great actor. Yeah. No, he's, he was one of the best parts of that movie. Good. To me. He was one of the best parts of that movie. I just said, all that shit you just said, if you watch it with the Predator, you wouldn't say that. Yeah, hey, a good actor can switch around. So I'm excited for this. I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. The announcement of this, it was, I, upon reading it, I was like, this is not true. And then everybody was probably like, oh, it is true. So I started following the HBO Max Twitter just because they keep uh, announcing stuff. And I'm just like, I got to keep up with this. Uh, they're going to have new anime on it every quarter. Uh, curated, curated by, by Crunchyroll, Roll, which uh, is a big anime deal. Oh, weird. I mean, that's a smart way to do it. Crunchyroll is the. But did you catch the price too? Fifteen dollars, fourteen ninety-nine. Dude, the same price as HBO now, but you're getting more content. And if you subscribe to HBO through AT and T, you get it free. And if you have HBO now, you get it for free. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I honestly feel that they should go ahead and do do away with HBO now and HBO Go. You just have HBO Max, HBO Max Plus, mainly because it sounds funny, and second because you can just add the streaming of HBO to it. What would be the plus? The streaming. HBO Max regular, the, the content, like uh, a day later or whatever. And then HBO Max Plus, you have the streaming uh, live. Live stream. Live streaming. Oh, so you see like HBO Live. Yeah. Yeah. Which is HBO now or HBO Go. And this version is not going to be ad supported. They said they're not going to launch an ad support for another two years. Yes. Thank God. I hate well, it. I'm happy for that. I'm no. just saying, usually no. this shit gets ad supported right away. No. Okay. Within all, three months. All I care about. All I care about since I bought this new fucking TV. I cannot stand how beautiful HBO shows and movies are, but they're not in 4K. Mm. Oh, will they do it in 4K? Right, that, that's what that. I want. Because Disney, for $7, all Disney Plus originals will be in 4K. Wait, and Star Wars yet. and Marvel movies will be streamed in 4K for $7. Yeah. So if I'm about to pay twice as much as that for HBO Max, I better damn get 4K. 100%. Watchmen in 4K sounds absolutely Dude, Watchmen in 4K would be in, in Green Lantern in 4K. Everything in 4K. Wait, didn't they say they're going to do another DC show in, uh, for HBO? Stranger, Stranger Adventures. Adventures. Stranger Adventures. Stranger Adventures. Which deals with... Adam Strange. Exactly. But, but, their Kashi for it said that it would be an anthology? Yeah. Well, so, he has a lot of stories to go around. But but supposedly, like, like jumping around characters as well. So not all Adam Strange? I'm not okay with that. That's Yeah, to me, I'm like, that should be the common thread. It should be Adam Strange in, well, in all of it, at least. Well, look at it this way. Adam Strange does interact with a lot of people. What if it's their life just before, just after, just during when he interacts with them? So okay. Adam Strange has a cameo in every episode, but it's not always Adam Strange-focused. It could do well. I'm not a fan of anthologies. I'll check it out. I'll give it a shot. But you never know. I don't know. I like the idea of a different story every season. I don't mind anthology that way. Season But episodic anthology, I'm not a fan of that either. I got to give it a try. You know, I'm not going to put all my chips down on the table, yes or no, for the show. 
Joe, how do you feel? I'm not your fan. He's no. just mad because it's Warner Brothers still. He's just like, bro, no. we're just going to give them more money? But it's different people. Now for the Lanterns, but not for Strange. Oh, you can at least give it a shot. Episode one. Which one? Stranger, uh, Stranger Adventure. No. Not even episode one. Well, but you have to be hyped for HBO Max because we're getting all well, I'm for the every DC show. movie. No, HBO Max is, is, is Just be careful, though, because remember, yeah, the, Green Lantern, the Green Lantern show is Berlanti. So it is part of the CW Berlanti-verse. No, so it's because even no, the no, DC Universe stuff is Berlanti, but it's separate. But so you can still combine it. True. I don't you know how the you, fuck you're going to combine the, the tone of Titans with Arrow and Flash. I won't lie. I'm afraid that the CW, I mean, the Green Lantern Corpse is going to be a bunch of pretty boys, HBO version with R rating and stuff like that. But I'm going to That's what's fine. No, I'm so tired of the Arrowverse and all their pretty boys storytelling stuff. Right, but wow. it's very different from the telling in Titans and Doom Patrol, which we com- they confirmed season two. What, what was confirmed season two? Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was, it was confirmed. But Swamp Thing wasn't, so, you know, screw them. I did watch four seasons of Green Arrow now. You, wait, you, I know, but wait, you, when you were four not a, seasons of that? Until when he was running for mayor. What, what season was That's that? five. That's, That's like five. Five or six. Yeah. I no, no, you just you expressed, you expressed your dislike of these shows. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't like Flash or... Um, and Did, this season, which, to be honest, Flash, in my opinion, was better than Arrow. Yeah. Because yeah. I was all in for Grodd, and all I saw was Shadows of Grodd. I'm like, fuck this. No, he was... Later, later. That's he what I'm saying. When he first was in that, was They like, had Gorilla City at one point. Yeah. Those Ooh. PlayStation 2 graphics. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, it's... But I'm telling you, like, the, the, the but if you watch Flash, it's like, it's like let's see all the costumes that could, could have happened that, that were thrown away. Okay. Because they all... Pretty much all of them suck. Until this season. Yeah. This season, they finally... The only thing that's missing is the yellow books. You know what? I honestly enjoy all the other costumes, minus the chin strap less one. Yeah, the one last season. The one last season. Yeah, last season I was terrible. not a fan of that. No. Because it's like, oh, I get the future costume now. I would, it just, I would this season, the costume is, is great. Is, is really? Yeah, he gets the chin strap. He, also he gets, gets that back, back, but he also gets the right uh, yeah. pieces. Yeah, and then and the, he's got the, the the lightning on him. And everything. The only thing he's missing is the yellow books. So almost Flashpoint Flash. No, it's kind of like current Flash in the comics, where it's all the lines on it. And yeah. Okay. Does I think he, he just wear like. No, no. He's always had the he's always had the the oh. chin piece. And then last season they took away the chin piece. So it was always just because it was like the future version. He actually but got a to ring. do that, they had to make the right. the headpiece bigger. So what you got is just a big head flash running around without a without a piece it was, here. And to be completely honest, I know that there was a lot of back and forth about this. Grant Gustin does not necessarily have the strong jawline, right? To have a chinless yeah, flash, he's, he's no yeah. Henry Cavill. Hey, n- no, no talking shit about him. He's a great flash. Mm-hmm. I enjoy him as Barry Allen and everything. But without the chin strap, I feel like there's something missing. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm just so used to watching the flash with the chin strap. Well, it's like when you watch the first season of the show, and he's got the blacked out. Uh, I was a little bit upset about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it came back in season two. You know, you get the actual load, eh, more or less. So, um, moving on from from Green Lantern and HBO Max, uh, I'm going to skip the CW stuff now. We're just going to go straight into HBO. Uh, yeah, let's just end it with that. It's yeah, perfect. We've been watching The Watchmen, and hey. got to yeah, he said it. yeah. Um, gotta say, I've been digging it. Been loving it. 
So I've seen it. Justin's seen it. I've seen it. George, you've seen it. I've seen it. Joe, have you at least catch a no. little a glimpse of it? I want to though. It's not like the, I'm hating on it. The, it's just I didn't have time. The, this is this is event viewing. This is Game of Thrones style. Like you need to see this I immediately, especially as a comic book fan. Mm-hmm. It's not that and you don't even it. have to be a comic book fan to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, read the, I read the graphic novel, so. Yeah, you so guys. you will get better references. Yeah. yeah, I haven't read the graphic novel. No. I saw the movie. Neither have I. I've only uh, seen the movie. And the it's movie's actually, the movie's different. Right. That's what I hear. This I, is continuing you don't the book's the, ending. This, you don't understand what the hell the squids are. No, I saw that there, there were squids raining down, and I'm like, huh? Yeah. So just what? Okay. Throw, throw some knowledge. At the end of the book, Ozymandias had created a uh, a trans-dimensional squid, alien squid to conquer New York, to bring the governments of the world together right. so they would fo- have a common focus, basically to unite the world. Right. Instead, of, people, instead of Manhattan in the movie, of Manhattan, it's, it's the squid. squid. Yeah. And uh, it uh, kills three million people in the process, but it's for the greater good. And, every, and Manhattan and all the people in Washington figure it out because Ozymandias is in his north or his south pole or retreat or whatever. They figure it out. But this is supposed to be after that event has happened, and um, the squids, these, are, so the squids are kind of like a resi- like we don't know what's going on with them. We, we I kind of like that ending better, to be honest. No, I because I, I think it's silly. But I, again, I haven't read the book. I'm a so big Lovecraftian fan. I'm a huge Lovecraftian fan, and a giant trans-dimensional squid. When you read it, you gotta understand the time it was written in 1986. Yeah. Like that. which Lovecraftian was a big thing. So, but see, there even in this, even in when he the guy's being questioned by Glass, he's being like, "Do you believe that there was a transdimensional, you know, government conspiracy?" Yeah, that part threw me off a little bit, dude. I have to admit that scene is the best of the fucking show. Looking Glass that. interviewing just the, that the pod, the pod uh, uh, in interrogation, where they're like, "Oh, throw him in the pod." I'm like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, it's so and, and he sits there with the images, flashing. and then you hear, bro, that score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Gets you so in the mode and to the world of this fucking mm. of this world. It's in, to me, it's in fucking incredible. Where cops wear masks just for listeners out there. Well, have this no idea is, what the hell we're talking about. This it's thirty years or thirty something years after uh, the events of the, essentially the Washington comic book. This, and a few years after the White Knight event, which is why they wear masks. No, it's three three years after the White Knight event. A few, a few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this book, this book, this this show is in my wheelhouse because it's alternate take history, mm-hmm. which yes. I love. And in this, uh, Nixon, well, in this storyline, in this world, uh, Woodward and Bernstein mysteriously died, so they never outed Nixon, so Watergate never happened. Mm-hmm. So he became a popular president and actually abolished the two-term rule for presidents and served for, for more than two terms. He oh, served this four. makes a lot of sense. Now. I think in the show they say that he served four, and then Redford, Robert Redford, the actor, Robert served, Redford, served, served as, was supposed to build off of the Ronald Reagan thing. Yeah, right, yeah. as the Democratic one after, and has been serving for nearly 30 years. Yeah. And that, the whole thing, that makes a lot of sense. And that, you keep hearing the term Redfordations. Yes. It's it's his, like, his pain. Reparation back, back yeah. to the yeah. people to of the Oklahoma. People, uh, specifically from the Tulsa massacre that has been outed in this. But there's a different thing because I never knew this was a real life event. Wait, that was a real event. That in 1921, the Tulsa massacre of Black Wall Street was real. Holy shit! That really fucking happened. It just goes to show how shitty our history teaches us crap. Yeah, me too. I'm watching this and I'm like, what? This has to be ultimate, and it wasn't. Um, that was real. Fucking scary. Redford's not president on, on 
they're at the, sh- t- at the on the show anymore. It's Klein now. It's like President Klein, I think. But Redford did serve for he an extended for, yeah. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? It's oh, so Robert Redford is not the current president. No, of it's time. another president right now. Oh. Because well, they, they even show the him. board of presidents because it's Nixon and Redford, and then there's another face next. Uh, and then supposedly this this in episode two. Keen might be up and running. Senator Keen is so, might meet the next one. Yeah, which you meet him for twenty seconds. Yeah, but he's. It's always nice to see this guy get work. The guy yeah. who of Cheyenne Jackson. Yeah, he's a great actor. No, no, he's I not. From that, I like him. He's from um, Thirty Rock. Yeah, I yes. like him. Yes, <laughs> that's that's why I nice see him get work. That's why I you know. Don't like and him? I've seen him in Sorry. in a movie, uh, and he's also in Billions. But he's always uh, like supporting or one-off characters. True. He's a character actor. He's a character but, actor. Okay, so on the show, we've got Don Johnson playing the chief of police. Incredible. Incredible Fantastic. fucking Amazing. role for this yes, guy. Yes, yes. And the only, the only character, or the only police officer that is not masked. He's the only one that people know. He He's the face of the police Because he's chief. I guess like because everyone already knows. Yeah. Well, he he wants yeah. All, all the police wear yellow masks, and then the detectives are actually heroes. Unique masks. Well, the, they're, they're vigilantes. They're vigilantes. Because you have I really um, like Red, Red Scare. Star, Red Scare, Red Scare, Red Scare. Scare. Yeah, Russian with Looking Glass. I love what he's being. Looking, I'll, I'll be honest, Looking Glass is my favorite character, and I feel like something well, bad. Well, Blake Nelson. Oh, he's Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson is essentially this version's like actual Rorschach, not like the Sam yeah, Cowboy. yeah, yeah. I, something bad about Tim Blake. But, Red, season, but Red Scare, I laughed so hard when he was beating someone up. It was almost like, oh, fucking Nazi. He goes. I'm not a I'm Nazi. Nazi. I'm a communist. Yeah. I love it. I love when you first see him. He's eating a Big Mac. He's <laughs> yeah. stuffing his face with a broken mask. <laughs> yeah. Just shoving a Big Mac. Yeah. I'm like, a communist is enjoying well, capitalism? I love well, because we're not capitalism. It's <laughs> so funny. I, what I love about the Red Scare is the fact that you have, you have Regina King's character who's wearing a full suit with a hood and rosary beads and Dude, has all these spray painted on her face or Sister Knight and Sister Knight that's what it is Midnight Sister Knight oh, and, then, okay. and then you have Looking Glass who's got this 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 thing effective mask. mask and everything and then you have Red Scare who's basically effectively wearing a ski mask you know, a ski like mask and a bunch of red stuff oh, and he's not even hiding his voice like he doesn't even hide his accent no he's, he's a hardcore it's, like, it's almost like they pulled him off the street like you'll do you know I love it I love it. You know what? He'd make a great Colossus. No, no, because that actor's way too old. But, oh, um, okay, an older call. So you Find have me. all this, but then in, in, in the cuts between this, you also have Jeremy Irons, who we still don't know who he is. He's Vine. But this Adrian last, Vine, Ozymandias. Ozymandias. But there, this last episode has brought up maybe he's not. He's not Adrian Vine. Okay. I, I, I'm hearing that theory that he might be like human Manhattan. Mm-hmm. My issue mainly is but just, the time jumps. Manhattan never had that English books. accent. Or so did he in the he books? He can make that if you want in the books. In the books, you have no accent. Well, here's the thing. He's, he's, Ozymandias wasn't English in the book either. He was American. Yeah. Wow. Matthew Good really ruined that for me in the, in the fucking How many, how many episodes movie. are we in? Two. Two. And it's only nine. There's only nine. Damien Lindelof said, he goes, I'm doing nine and but I'm done. They, Stupid they, they short. They made a point to mention twice in the last episode that Dr. Manhattan cannot appear human. They made a point to make it seem that way. And that he's on Mars as if he's not coming. Like, he's as if he's never leaving Mars. And, and they've shown images of Mars and him doing stuff on Mars. But he can split himself into multiple people. Exactly. And who's not to say, like, um, the the character who was in the wheelchair, why no. can't he just... Oh, Reese? 
Oh, Will. Yeah, Will no. Reese. Was Will Reese? Why can't he make himself human? He can do all these other matter-changing things. Why can't he make himself look human? Well, that's the thing. I that's think he's lying about his powers. Exactly. That's what I feel. That's what they're building towards. Because you have this well, this, ep- this episode, have he wrote the uh, Jeremy Irons character wrote the play, which is essentially the story of how Doctor Manhattan became Doctor Manhattan. Which and is- in that story, you have him killing one of his own people, which apparently he has multiple clones of of the same person who are hooded. It's the same couple. It's the same man and woman. Yeah. Yes, and they're all stupid because they don't. They're all dim-witted. I love how he's like. Who are you again? Well, it's the same guy. Why are you asking me? Well, because they have names. different names. They have different names. I know, but it's just He's like, like how would you like to be the new Mr. Phillips? <laughs> yeah, the main two are Phillips and I've heard the, the female's name. Uh, like uh, Gretchen or something. Yeah, like the main two are Phillip and Gretchen, and he promotes the other clones, I guess. But if you, if you notice, in the first episode, when they, he has the cake and they're singing for Easy Jolly, yeah, the, yeah, the, he's got one candle. Yeah, the anniversary. This one had two. Yeah, so I mean, he's been doing this a bit. So when does that take place? Hmm? That's real but we already know Damon enough likes to play with time. Exactly, the yeah. time displacement stuff is all over the place, and it frustrates me because I can't get a proper timeline, and I won't be able to pull the last episode. But there's also other questions, like how does the chief of police have the owl ship? Right. You know, and then we know we know we, it. We all, right, yeah, but, but why? Where's I, I think since thirty years uh, later, I think they where's this night owl. No, because remember we're in we're in Oklahoma, we're not in New York. I think it's already become. A thing within the police force to use oh, that common vehicle. Tech. Yeah, it's common tech. Okay. Because again, this is well, it wasn't so the same. Later. It was different. It was it was well, a little different. We know that uh, Gene Smart's character, the FBI agent, mm-hmm. she's Sally Jupiter. Which we see this episode, next episode, right? next episode, next episode. We saw in the first as well. No, we don't she see her in the first episode. She doesn't come in until the police captain dies. Because she's there to, huh? Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, she comes in next episode to help investigate but, uh, the right. captain's death. The, yeah. the FBI, uh, I thought you were talking about the one that was driving the Night Owl vehicle. No, 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 that or, was... I'm sorry, that's for a character. I don't even think she was important, to be honest. Okay. But yeah, this this thing of... Bro, it's just... There's a lot it's of so Joe. It's difficult. I need you to stay focused no, on this one. Yeah. It's difficult to unpack when these two episodes... I mean, you no, the just, this These two episodes is literally remixing and sequelizing... 30 years later and still adding lore within those 30 years. And lore that's 100 years ago as well. Yeah, so it's... Suspector, I'm sorry. It's changing a whole lot of the lore of it. Well, this... Okay, so... Past future and present. G-Smart's character, she's she's Suspector. She's the one... She's Laurie Juspecter. The current Suspector? The second? The second one. Yes. So she's the second one who was her mother's shadow. Yes, but she's embraced her father's name because the comedian was her illegitimate father, and his he was Blake. And in the show, her name's Lori Blake. Okay, I can dig it. So you're talking about the FBI lady that we that we will get in the third episode. Yeah, she oh, yeah that we got the preview of. When does it air? Sundays, Sundays on on HBO. This is the Sunday HBO. Yeah, that's which you like, know it's a big deal because the Sunday episodes are the big. Right, ones. that's why I was like, this is HBO's like prime thing. Before this was Succession, and that was great too. Mm-hmm. Another Game one I really before it. right. I really wish we get Succession in fucking 4K. You have a lot of things you want in 4K, but you know what? Especially when it's pretty, like when it's well directed, bro. It needs to be filmed at the highest. Episode one, though, who loved the blood stain on the badge? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was 100% Watchmen cover. Oh yeah, beautiful. But in this episode, finding out about the captain. Well, is it real? 
the the clan. I just love how I just love how she went back to Luce Gus Jr. He's like it's like he told me he had skeletons in his closet. And he throws the things away. Like, he literally. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And he's like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I went to his closet." He goes, "Well, I didn't mean literally." I'm like, "Damn, you actually found it in his closet." <laughs> and, and she was right. It was too easy to find. There was no fingerprint sensor, no code. <laughs> she just opened the closet and it was a clansman outfit with a bag yeah, on it. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, like huh? "Where was it?" She's like, "Upstairs." He goes, "Well, I can't go upstairs." He goes. You hung a man from the tree. He goes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the end of episode two, I mean, you know what, Joe? Plug your ears. I don't even want you to hear this. He's, he keeps saying, I have friends in high, high places, places to get me out of this situation. She puts him in the car to like go arrest She's him officially. Arrest him. Well, officially. The, whole thing, the whole thing is that at the end of the first episode, Don Johnson's character is hung from a tree. Uh, the chief of police. The chief of police. And he and Louis Gossett who's in a wheelchair, who you've met earlier in the show, is sitting at the base or is in his wheelchair at the base of the Saying tree. Saying that he did it. And he said, I hung your captain from the tree. So she picks him up, she takes him to her secret hideout at a bakery and um, interrogates him. And then gets his fingerprints and tries to find out more about him. She ends up finding out that he's actually her grandfather. Oh, uh, okay. time travel bullshit. No, no, no. Well, time bullshit because we're we're fucking with time because they keep showing his younger years. Well, I would say fucking those, with time. Yeah, just he's hundred and five. I'm tired of these fucking flashbacks. Happy uh, first. Oh, I don't care. I like it. It's, it's, no. it's adding oh. more to the lore. I think it's great because yeah. the whole episode begins with um, in the, the war in the, World War Two. Yeah, okay. You have the Nazis uh, creating a pamphlet that basically asks all the black soldiers why they're fighting for. The Americas because they're right. subjugated and repressed, uh, oppressed right. in America, right. and that in Germany they don't do that. So maybe you shouldn't be fighting. For Another that. thing I did not know was real. That propaganda yes. yeah. was real because yeah, yeah, yeah. separation yeah, yeah. was so Because in US. the first episode during the Black Wall Street thing, there's a young kid who gets put on a carriage, take it off without his parents, and his parents write a letter that says, Watch over this kid. It's written on the yeah. back of that pamphlet that was found. In his fought because his father was fought. They were, they there were a lot of connections, and it's planes. frustrating. Those right, so that, so, so a guy, a soldier, gets it, goes right. back home to Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma, in 1921. There's the Black Wall Street massacre. He puts um, another soldier, take care of this boy or whatever, yeah. in his kid's thing, and sets him off not to be killed in this fucking massacre. And he had this 105-year-old man who's saying he hung this police captain who then gets picked up by the main character, Midnight, who then goes to her bakery and then interrogates him. He says, hey, I got friends in high places. I'll be out of here. I'm cool. She eventually puts him in the car to take him to get booked. She says that, you know, what makes you think I should, what, why I should arrest you? He's like, I I get out. I have friends in high places. Yeah, he's cool with it. So she, she takes him to her car. She puts him in the car. And then she's getting, she's trying to put the, the, the wheelchair in the back seat, and all of a sudden a magnet falls from the sky. From an airship. On to, onto the top of her car and picks up her car with, it, with him in the window with a big smile on his face and carries his car, the car off. And basically it looks like the owl ship or something similar. The biggest what the fuck I had. And then out of Following the Following a what the fuck moment because she had just found out. This is her grandfather. Her, grandfather. her parents never told her about. Yeah. And her dude, who she counts as an uncle, is part of the KKK. Yeah, the, the chief of police was. It was literally what the fuck after what the fuck after what the fuck yeah. with more questions. Well, you find out a Lost little rate. bit more about the white knight. Well, you watch Lost. 
<laughs> you you <laughs> watch past tense. Well, it's still Damon Lindelof is a same guy. I know it's frustrating though. So that's that's the ultimate problem with this show that I'm afraid of is that all these great things are just gonna ultimately lead nowhere. No, 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 I no, feel I, it's gonna lead somewhere. Okay, so I heard that's how we felt about Lost. I I heard the uh, <laughs> uh, fuck I forgot who was the interview. Uh, doing the interview with Damon Lindelof. But he said, he goes, yeah, nine episodes, one and done. But we did talk about when to hint at stuff, when to reveal things, finale, before that, seven or four. And people are like, wow, like you're going to reveal stuff as early as four? They go, yeah, because then it will propel us to the next plot. Yeah, he's 100% about, I'm going to give you this huge answer that's going to give you five more questions because fuck you. Right, because now, now we got... Okay, he may have will may have killed Don Johnson's character because he was a clan member. Uh, he said that he has guns in his closet. Okay, cool. Now it begs the question: Why would a clan member befriend Regina King's character who is black to the point of they were li- like literally like having play dates like like, like that family was, that was considered like an uncle, like a father her, figure for her, a father figure for her, and an uncle to her adopted kids who were her partners. Mm-hmm. Dude, that Over. the white knight explanation to me is another what the fuck moment. Because he, when he says, "Oh, you took out your perp," and that's it, and I'm like, "Wait!" But there was a second. This he says, "Thirty houses were hit." Yeah, thirty cops killed and their spouse. No, most most killed, but he's a, the majority of the force resigned. Yeah, no, no, no. Thirty of the force. The force is bigger than thirty, so but thirty were probably killed, give or take. Do we think that? Do we think that uh, Don Johnson was one of them? He was the second. Uh, guy. Uh, uh, what was it? Like I 10? think he's involved because it was it was the Seventh Calvary. Calvary. I think he's involved with them some mm-hmm. way somehow. And then I I'm really liking this rumor thing of of who Will is the the man in the wheelchair. He might be the original Hooded Justice. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's what they're pretty much. I, I yeah, yeah I that whole hooded justice scene. In that was Reddit, amazing. Yeah, that was great. great. I was just I like slamming that guy's fucking face over, the and then he picks up the cash figure. He's like, "Well, I'm gonna pick this up and smash him over your broken face." Even I, who love this shit, was just like, "Dude, you got him. Okay, he's down." <laughs> Yo, you see it in the face of the person who's behind the register, and he's like. Oh, we're done? No, no, no. Still smashing your face. Oh, oh, and register. Is it cool. wrong that when he jumped through the window, my first thought was, God, that's going to pay for that? That's fucked up. You <laughs> know what? Why didn't he go through the door? There was a perfect I understand door. dramatic entrances, but come on, man. This he could have just stepped in through the door. So I mean, my killing one... these dudes that were essentially just robbing a place like was a little excessive. Exactly. Hey, back in the day... It's all about excesses. So I got I got to get one gripe out of the way, and, and the one gripe I have with the show, and it's not it's not a big thing. It's just something that I have a problem with. I really hate what they're doing to Rorschach's legacy. Oh, yeah. I, okay, I'm with you, but I love it more because it makes it makes it make sense. It's it's literally a, a villainized radical extremist group. Uh, uh, using a symbol that stood for something else and twisting it. No, yeah, but frog. Exactly what the Nazis did. No, why? why to I'm, the swastika. Yeah, no. Swastika, why I'm yeah. liking it is because it works so well in the show. I just hate that. In general, Rorschach will now be remembered as a white. That does frustrate me because I love Rorschach as a character. Yeah, that's why. Uh, and Rorschach was the one, but the 
kind of the voice of reason. But they might, I mean, they might do something with that towards the end. I, I hope so, because I just, I hate the idea of Rorschach now just being a symbol of like. But how symbol. about the, the whole TikTok thing? The, the time climbing down, the, you know, the minutes of midnight, all that oh, stuff. That was all part of the original Watchmen. I know, and I, I love it. I love how they're incorporating it slightly. Just, they're just touching on it. A little bit, little I, here. I love Watchmen's son. All these little things. I love that it's no the, the attention to detail of technology. There's no internet. There's no cell phones. So there's no advances in, in communicational technology. Or information. But there's a lot of investment in medical technology and in other because their cars hum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Other cars sound like non-carbon-based uh, uh, cars. Yeah. So yeah. it's and like, oh, shit. They have the owl shit, essentially. So, so it's funny how like this is a world where they focus less on the transfer of information and social media, less of that. Because combination Russia. And right. And more on health and transportation. Communist Russia? I don't know. The motherland. So well, yes, we should end it there and we'll continue probably every week until this is done because this is amazing. This is the new Game of Thrones. This is this is the weekly talk about show right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is our new thing. We Joel, gotta get we gotta get our friends talk about this. Joel, you gotta get on that. Listeners get on that. Yeah. Everyone get on it because we're going to talk about it every week. You watch it Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Wait, Sunday? That means you have to watch three episodes. Well, I'll watch the first two Saturday or tomorrow. And then keep up with it? Right. All right, let's Good. do it. Okay, and then on that note, I think we're just going to end it right there. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being on. Thank you for listening to us. Remember, uh, all social media, Rogue Nation Pod. Um, all, all places, podcasts, you can, all podcast uh, channels, you can listen to a podcast. We're there. Uh, let us Apple, know what you Google, think. Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. Yep. Let us know what you think. Um, Great review. Star us. Even if we're terrible. Comments. Uh, just give us a, give us a good shout. Let us know. know. Scream into the void. Yeah. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Ring that bell. Rogue out.